What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 101 now. So we're one past 100. Evan, you have a, a, a slight announcement for everyone who is looking uh, forward to those shirts. Do you want to let them know? Yeah, shirts are out. I'll pop the link in the chat right now. I mean, we tweeted about it, if you can check that as well. Uh, yeah. Shirts are all set. They're only going to last, this version is only going to last on our store for about two weeks, a little over two weeks. And then it's going to go away, but it's going to get replaced with a more standard version. So you'll still have access to it, just not this one. Okay, so it's going to be like, uh, this is like a limited edition thing, right? Yeah, it's turbo edition, man. Turbo edition. Okay, cool. So it'll uh, it'll go away after how many weeks, did you say? Two weeks. I think it's the 24th at 1 a.m. Eastern. I, okay. I do... I do want to say I bought 50 of them, so you bitches better hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it turned out pretty cool, Evan. I, I think you did a good job with that art on the front of it. All right. It's yeah. been a crazy week getting that finished. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some other shirts too, right? A little more low profile. Yeah. I moved our uh, I moved our old ones over from the last shop we had to try to round out the store. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Exciting stuff there. Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff to go over. Let me go around here and, and uh, introduce everyone. Sean is with us. How's it going, Sean? Greetings. Doing good. Doing good. Playing lots of shit this week. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your video on DMC5. We're going to get into that, but uh, yeah. it seems like you enjoyed it. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, OJ, what's going on, man? How's it going? Good to, good to be here. Back actually playing some games. So yeah, DMC5. Awesome. Oh, awesome fine. game. Then uh, Nate, of course. Nate actually had a pretty good discussion video this past week. How's it going, Nate? Not too bad. Good to have you here. Jordan's with us. Took a time out. Took some time out from editing to join us here. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I got to play an hour of Devil May Cry Five. It's great. <laughs> and then, uh, then Max, what's going? What's going on, man? Dreamcast. Um, great, great. So I played probably one of the best games and the worst games of the year this year. I played Left Alive. Oh, man, Left Alive, alive. which was. Such a dumpster fire in the devil may cry. <laughs> and uh and Evan, of course, uh done with all of the, the work on yep. uh, with the shirt and everything. Good to have him here. Uh, I see GRH just uh dropping two and said Roadhouse right away. How's it going? And uh then, then uh new member, welcome Itachi 405. Thank you, Itachi. Evan actually had some uh emotes and stuff up, right? So that's there are all some set. Cool. All right, very good, very good. Uh, so a lot of stuff did happen this week, but we also had some games come out. Max, you played Left Alive. Uh, how bad is it? It is the the problem is the the glue of it is smart. There is some really cool level design. I actually think the voice acting is pretty decent, but it is a horrifically awful Metal Gear Solid clone. I mean, every part of it, like the over-the-top story that's like a conspiracy theory that war is just a giant card game to huge mechs walking around and even stealing mechs sometimes and driving around and things that are 100% Metal Gear. Uh, I mean, it is just so much of just... It, the, some characters even literally look and talk exactly like they're in a Metal Gear game, uh, except the controls are trash and the item system is terrible and the crafting system makes no sense. You'll like pick up a tissue paper and like a Band-Aid. It becomes a Molotov cocktail that you can then <laughs> string a wire out of and make a tripwire Molotov cocktail. It's like, what the hell? What it's, happened it's, What happened to this game? Because I remember when they were first talking about it, it seemed like it was going to be really cool. And then they had some marketing and then it just fell off 
right at release. I guess they knew it was going to be bad when it came out. Yeah. So, so fun fact, a couple of us managed to get copies uh, like two or three days before launch. If you did, you couldn't stream it. The button didn't do anything. Every single time anything was happening on the screen, this giant warning would pop up. It said, do not stream the game. This scene is a blocked scene. The whole game, the only thing that wasn't a blocked scene was like loading screens. It was just the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I've never seen people say, don't stream our game before. That was so weird. Uh Persona. Atlas did that with Persona. Well, yeah, but that was that was it was June third or whatever. So you could you could stream the first third of the game. I remember they were serious. Remember they were like gonna strike people's channels and stuff. They, they, yeah. they took they took down one channel. They did. I remember oh, it was a big man. deal. There was a Let's Play channel that like posted the whole game day one, and they deleted their shit. I remember that? Uh, oh, K nineteen uh, picked up that shirt, Evan, with your with your artwork on there. Very hyped and excited. Thank you, K nineteen. I hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoy it. Um, I believe the shirts are all made in the U.S. and everything, right, Evan? I so, believe so. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all straight up there. Uh, Andy Andy Ackerman with the twenty five <laughs> says, uh, "What? What? Give me the news, gentlemen." Andy's back for another week. How's it going, Andy? Thanks for the twenty five in the super chat. Uh, good to see you here. So, Left Alive didn't turn out well. It's already down to like. It's dropped in price pretty quick too. So I guess they shouldn't have left that game series alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They 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 say that joke in the game about eight times. Like they look right at the camera, like if we don't escape, there won't be anybody left alive. Like stop. Oh my god. It's pretty big if true. Uh, <laughs> I did uh we're gonna, I know there's a lot of talk about Devil May Cry. I did I did also finish Anthem. So I think oh, Max yeah, the only yeah. other one of your played Anthem. So mm -hmm. um, it, it it's it's not a very good game, but hey, you, there you go. <laughs> you, you beat it even faster than I did because you were saying that you beat it. You were a lower level than I did. You cleared it faster than I did. I was yeah, I was uh, almost eighteen. I was like seventeen and like seven eighths on my bar there. So if yeah. I had done one more side mission, I would have been eighteen. But uh, I I had no there was nothing that was trying to pull me into the end game. And then I saw the glitch where the level one rifle was doing more damage than like the end game stuff. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to play this game anymore. So yeah. I I've moved on from Anthem. I wanted to finish it before devil may cry came out. So I could just play nothing but devil may cry when, when I got a, uh, a chance to, mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm done with Anthem. It's back on the shelf and I'm probably not going to put the disc back in this Xbox for a long time. So that's, that's the way that is. But Devil May Cry Five. Did uh, who who played it? Uh, let me see. Sean played it. OJ played it. I don't know. Nate, did you get DMC? Nah, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. You're planning to get it at some point. Yeah, probably around the summertime. Okay. 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 It's a horrible uh, time to get it. It's a horrible <laughs> time to get it. There's a lot of stuff happening in the summertime. Dude, Fire Emblem, <laughs> Astral Chain. It's horrible. Super Mario Maker. It's a horrible time. Get it now. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, Jordan played about an hour, but he said Evan hasn't played it yet, right? It's on PC though, Evan. You can get it with uh, full Denuvo support and everything. I might be, I might get it, but I spent most of last night upgrading all the parts for this thing. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a new processor and stuff for your computer. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good, very good. And then Max, of course, played it. So, uh, what are our thoughts on Devil May Cry 5 so far? It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope as hell. I didn't expect because, like I said in my review, like I played the first DMC um, on the PS2 back when it still had like fixated camera angles and stuff, and mm -hmm. was essentially just like a faster-paced Resident Evil Onimusha style game. And so, like I, after that, I never played any of them. I don't know why, but I just never did. But um, 
fan fucking tastic game like the story was a bit confusing for someone who didn't know what was going on in the past games like obviously there was a lot of stuff that was important and like i would message wood because wood really likes double night cry did you watch the movie in the beginning that they give you i did okay okay but there was still some some like you know character like sort of subplots and character interactions mm -hmm. i was kind of like what, what is what is that signifying but just the game itself like i didn't really give a shit about the story like after a while i was just kind of like i just want to kill more stuff and level up my characters and play more and it was just it was so it was so good and everything was just very fast and fluid and seamless like I, I was i was very impressed i didn't expect to like it as much as i did okay okay it's uh the gameplay is is very very good even if you're not a big fan of the story or even care what's going on yeah. it the the, the <clears throat> gameplay is just awesome in this game so far i'm i'm on mission eight or so so i, I have a ways to go with it but so far I'm, I'm having a really good time with it it's it's like cool because like the the music like kind of interacts with how you're doing and everything and um it's it's really really good so far i'm i'm enjoying it jordan you played an hour what do you think uh from the hour i played i think it's uh good uh I, i've played most of the devil may cry games and i didn't mind dmc i thought it was okay i get why people don't like it though um but I, I, it's interesting trying to get into the feel of the new combat. Like before we started the podcast, like o, OJ was saying, like some of like the controls to dodge and move are interesting, and it's just it's a little bit of learning if you haven't done it in a while or have never played the series. But I, I like it. I, I'm digging it. The graphics are incredible. I'll say that. I made sure to get it for Xbox, and uh, um, one, I'm glad I got it for Xbox, so it's uncensored. Uncensored. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it looks That's it true. looks beautiful in 4K and HDR. It's incredible. I just Wait, I, the one thing I don't understand. Oh, are you going to tell people? I, I was I was just all right. So this whole thing about censoring, right? Um, is uh, there's a point where you're controlling as Dante, right? Is that what people are pointing out? Is that, uh, is that what? there? There's a point with Dante, and I believe there's also a point. Uh, I don't want to say it, but there is a boss fight where a naked person shows up at the end of the fight i think that scene is also censored well the let me ask you a version. question because the whole thing here is that there is like a ray of light that like covers their butt right yeah mm -hmm. i just saw a cut scene mission six maybe after mm -hmm. that uh where the girl is on the van right and she stands up and throws her towel off and i'm playing mm -hmm. on the xbox one x and there was a ray of light that covered her butt uh, yeah, and it was definitely like that in the, the PS4 version, yeah. Well, was it like that before the patch that happened, or did they also that, censor the Xbox version so, on that part? So I, I played it two days before launch on PS4, or maybe it was three days before launch, and it was censored then. So I don't okay. know. I don't know. Sometimes people may not know this, but a lot of times day one patches technically come out four or five days before day one. So I'm not sure if I had the day one patch or, or what, but uh, it was definitely censored when I played it. That's a scene people have to check as well because I know they compared that one, but I definitely had there was definitely ray of light like basically covering everything on this part after mission six, I think it was where she's in the van and threw her towel off. So yeah, uh, people goes, might want to compare that. Yeah, yeah, people might want to compare that scene as well just to make sure they're not missing that because um, it appeared censored on the Xbox here. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand why you're playing a fucking mature rated game. You're slicing up demons in hell and saying fuck and smoking cigarettes and you know a butt crack or a titty is what is what, what that's that's the problem. That's where I draw the line. A butt that's, crack or a titty. Uh, that's yeah. the no. West for you. That's yeah, the West. America. America. America is so weird about that. It's so yeah. weird. It's so, literally just America, to be honest. 
So, Sean, I got a quick question from you because you're the only other person on the panel who's beaten it. Which was your favorite of the three characters and, and why? V. What? I really? Know, right? Yes. yes. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like, I don't like V. V Dude, was the best. V like is v. so epic. Dude, yeah. it feels like such a being a puppet master. Thank you. Uh, I thought it was crazy because I, I don't, I don't, v. I don't like V that much. Controlling him anyway. I just feel disconnected from the no. character. And then v the people so around good. me are like, like I'm getting uh, triple S's with Nero. And then I go over to V and I'm getting like single S's. And See, I, I was the complete opposite. Dante and, and V, I could get triple S's no problem. Nero, it was, it was always a struggle. What? I, really? I, I think Nero's like, the easiest one so far. No. Out of two of them. Really? Not I, for me. I don't know. I don't know why. I just never really felt super comfortable with Nero throughout the game as I felt okay. with Dante and V. Da Dante's Dante's the one I had the tr most trouble with because Dante is by far the most complicated character since he has four different stances and four different weapons. I feel like you constantly need to like tinker with your like equipment mid combat to get triple S, whereas like V, you kind of just stand back and send in your Puma and shock people and then call in the nightmare. It was so fun, man. That's funny. Mm. A modern uh, vintage gamer is going to say something I was going to say. He said uh, V equals Adam Driver. So yeah, he literally looks, has that Kylo Ren look to him. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like a edgy. Like, I don't know. I like him. I'm, I'm I'm not that far in the game, but I I, I want to see where he goes. He's V, the mysterious one. So mm -hmm. I want to yeah, mysterious call, Sasuke, dude. That's that's Sasuke in the village over here, man. So he, <laughs> he, there are about 15 separate times in the story where he stops and like reads poetry out of his journal with his name on the cover of the journal. It oh is so it's so cringy. I love I loved how you could like build up your your demon meter by like reading the book. Like so like oh all yeah, all this shit flying around around here, just like reading a book on the battle. I yeah, V V was fucking awesome. I did that in some boss fights. I'd be literally in the middle of a boss fight, and I was like, okay, I need the nightmare. So I'm in the back being like, and I cut myself. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> I still need to check out Dante first, though. But so far, I like I like Nero more. I don't know if it's his devil breakers or what, but uh I love I was, his sword. You just rub was, it up. Yeah, that was that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. I was stringing yeah. combos together really well, and I just got done a part in the game where V and uh, uh Nero are fighting together, and it was actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll check out V a little more. I don't know. Something about the way he was controlling was throwing me off. But eh, some people uh, some people prefer it. So it's, that's fine. Uh, but I, yeah, I need to check out Dante. You said he's a bit more complicated, Max. So that'll a lot. Yeah, say. he because they basically gave him a lot of the skills and a lot of the weapons from the whole series. And they just give it to you. Like They just basically throw it all into your inventory and say, if you want it, there it is. I'm confused why there are microtransactions in this game. Because they they're like not needed. They're just there to, th to be there. I guess I don't I don't know. Well, it's Capcom told, Capcom told us why. They said just for people who don't want to do the work. But like, you <laughs> just have to like not play the game then because I'm getting red orbs without too much issue. They said for yeah. people. Who, they they said for people who don't they don't want or don't have the time to do that. They well, can that, just buy it. I that's and what, I that's guess. What Capcom said. I, I guess I sort of understand that. So during my playthrough, I explored everywhere because I've done all the Devil May Cry. So I know like, all right, if there's path left and path right and it says go left, always go right. And so people, if you watched my review, a lot of times in the gameplay, you can see sometimes I'd have 30 or 50,000 like gems at once just because it's like if you're exploring, you can yeah, buy everything. I have 52,744 right now. I'm looking at it on screen. I thought you just remembered that number. I was like, oh. No, I'm looking at it right now All on right. screen because I I stopped playing, the, obviously, before we did the podcast. I'm looking at this. And I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of red orbs, and I've already unlocked a good bit of stuff. So I'm like rolling through unlocking everything. Yeah, but um, once you get a little further, um, you have to factor in unlocking shit for Dante as well. That's true. I, I haven't seen Dante yet. Yeah. 
there's that and, and the health upgrades get expensive like oh, the last that, that stuff gets expensive there's a lot yeah. of yeah. crap in the game yeah so i still have a ways to go with upgrading but i just don't feel like i'm like I, like i don't even feel pressure to buy some of these combos um i assume like it's gonna get harder as i get go further in that but. was one thing i noticed about the game um i just played it on the normal difficulty which was for fans of devil may cry and i was just like fuck it I i'm okay at video games i think i can handle it was it. De devil hunter right because you could either be yeah. devil yeah. hunter or the other one and i just played yeah, devil hunter. and like it never I, I didn't die nearly as much as i thought i would i used maybe maybe six or seven gold orbs throughout mm -hmm. the whole game which allows you to come back with full health and full demon power and everything and that, that was pretty much it like i, I really and didn't die all that much did, did, the weirdest thing was man they hide those yellow orbs kind of everywhere like if you explore even slightly like that that's the weirdest thing is i'll be honest i'm terrible at devil may cry i die a lot this felt like the easiest one other than yeah. maybe one one was well, pretty easy too you're you're right about that jim Kaskai. and we were talking about that beforehand they made multiple changes to the game to make it easier to play for everyone. I mean, the game mm -hmm. is easier. It's just, I mean, I've played, I'm like you, Jim, guys, I've played all the Devil May Cry's, I've beaten all of them. And I'm like, Jordan, I don't mind DMC Devil May Cry. I don't like the PS3 version, but the PS4 version where they upped it to 60 and actually added in more of the Devil May Cry combat, I like, that one's okay, that one's acceptable. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is by far the easiest Devil May Cry game that I, Devil May Cry 2, I don't count that piece of crap. Just th let's just not even talk about that. <laughs> yeah, this is, this game's nowhere near as hard as Devil May Cry 3. That, that's Dragon Ball GT, it's retcon. It, it <laughs> didn't happen in this point. So, okay, so so I'm talking like one, three DMC, and then also four. It's the I, easiest one. In, in I collect a bunch of old gaming magazines just because I worked at a store that used to have them a lot, and I I have I think it's a, a issue of Game Pro, and the entire front of the cover says do not buy devil may cry 2 it literally the whole front cover it's the only time i've ever seen where they put the, the whole front of the magazine was telling you not to buy a product like well, let, me, let me ask you this when you beat it is there a harder mode that unlocks oh yes yeah oh okay cool so there you go then all right all right there's that yeah but you can also carry over a lot of upgrades and stuff you do need to do two playthroughs to see everything though oh yeah i'll, I'll probably play through it twice just to just see everything I'll, i might even try the harder difficulty to be honest just because i want to Sorry, go ahead. No, just see, because I did that with the other ones. Although, I guess with the third one, you basically start on the hard difficulty. But I want more yeah. stuff on the uh, the RE engine. That is Dude, this such engine a powerful engine, man. It's killer right now. I, I like They are getting good performance out of all of their games with it so far. I, I've seen some Capcom fans now changing their like Twitter handles and stuff to be that the RE engine hand. Like that's kind of becoming synonymous with Capcom awesomeness. Well, um, this is this is interesting because we're in 2019 right now, and Capcom has two games that are like front runners for Game of the Year right now. Yeah, like it's really weird to think about that. I mean, Resident Evil I think is probably more Game of the Year worthy than Devil May Cry right now um resident Evil 2 rank but man they just put out two killer games do uh, they have other games coming out this year like other big games like this nothing major the resident evil switch collection boys oh, come on oh, right, right. Uh, i forgot I, I would like to think they have Mega Man x9 teed up but but that's not major you know no, capcom, no, no. yeah they're not going to treat that as like a, i mean capcom usually does their their big games at the beginning of the year i mean what, yeah. monster hunter world yeah. uh, resident evil 7 they do their big games at the beginning of the year then just kind of do the ports and all the other stuff and you know and i think it's a smart idea it's a smart idea because they can get all those sales at the beginning of the year when the end of the year it starts getting way more competitive so i mean i think it's a good idea everyone's buying 
you know, Res Resident Evil sold 4 million copies already. You know, people are going to buy Devil May People that don't play Devil May Cry are going to try it out, you know, starting to buy it. So it's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The smart thing with Resident Evil is now they're putting out a bunch of free DLCs, so people are still picking that thing up. Like, that's the Capcom strategy now. It's just keep trickling out content on an already good game, and people will keep picking it up. You're good. It's it's insane right now that Capcom is like leading the way. Or it's uh, it's pretty cool to see them though. That like their uh, their CEO said they're back. So it's, I um, saw that. It's it's cool, you know. It's cool. It's old school Capcom right now. So I'm I'm digging it right now. Until it's they mess up again. They will. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> I told I told my partner I was like these are the damn Bengals, dude. Sometimes they're good. Got Dalton's rolling. AJ Green. They're killing people. The next thing you know, it they're four and twelve. Hey, you know what? If, if if Capcom happens to win Game of the Year with Resident Evil, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with right. that. <laughs> but we'll see. There's still a lot of other games come out this year. But uh, oh yeah, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to um, the Toe Jam and Roll Back in the Groove game. Mm -hmm. That was another game I liked a hell of a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's it's old school Toe Jam and Earl though. Like it's literally if you played it on the Genesis, you're gonna like it. Well, see the thing was when I played it on the Genesis, I had no fucking idea what was going on. Me neither. Neither did I. I, I, went I, over young, <laughs> I went over to my friend's house and he was a little bit older, and I would just sit there and watch him play. And he'd be like, "You want to play?" And I'd be like, "Sure." And I was like, "What? What am I doing?" He's like, "I don't know," but you know, just kind of walk around. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I like the music in the game." But yeah, now that I understood the game, it was it was pretty fucking dope. But don't buy RBI Baseball 19. Are you no, sure? No, 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 <laughs> is no. that is that the other game you played this week? Actually, let me uh let me let me go ahead and uh thank Jeff JK66 Mustang for the 1999 super chat with no message, but thanks Jeff. If you had a message you want to put in the chat, uh, Evan can probably spot it um as, as it goes by here. Uh but go go ahead, go ahead, Sean. Tell us about RB. Actually, you know what? You and uh you and Nate played it. So why don't you guys tell us Ooh. about the greatness that is RBI baseball? They, they, it's always, it's always, they'll fix like, it seems like in the, no pun intended, off season of these games, it seems like they, they fix like <laughs> one thing. They just focus on one thing and forget everything else about the game. And like, that's what, that's exactly what they did. The character models and stuff and, you know, the field itself and the ball physics are much better than last year's, but there's still, you still have one basic pitch that you control after you throw it. You still have no instant replay. It's just like, I, I, why, why <laughs> it drives me nuts. And there's some weird, like graphical hiccups and stuff. Like when you're playing home run derby and you hit a home run and you hit the ball, like sometimes like it like slows down when it's going through the air. And I definitely don't think it's a cinematic effect. There's no, there's no like in game and world series baseball on the Sega Genesis had a fucking in game announcer that would say the players names and everything. But all you have is like a PA announcer. who's just like the most generic person in the world. The strike zone in the game is not good either. I literally show a clip in the video where this guy where I'm batting and the pitcher throws three strikes in a row strikes and they're clearly not over the plate. And I thought to myself, Oh, well maybe I could look at the instant replay. Maybe it's just the angle, but no, there is no instant replay. So I couldn't <laughs> do it. Like, and man, it was just so disappointing. Oh man. How much is that game? 30 bucks. Uh, it has a physical copy too, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just need, you need somebody like, I mean, 2K's baseball games weren't great anyway, but at least something other than the sh like the show is a really good baseball game on the yeah. PlayStation 4. But like, you know, if you want options, like 2K puts their stuff on everything, whereas the show obviously is Sony's thing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's yeah. Um, what about Nate? What do you think of RBI Baseball? I mean, it's the same game that basically came out in 2017. They fix small things, but it's still the same outdated RBI Baseball from 
30 years ago. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it just, I mean, some of the legends they throw in the game. I'm going through the legends. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to play as Ken Griffey Jr. No. Ken Griffey Sr. <laughs> Eric, Eric Gagne. What? Eric Gagne isn't a legend as a closer. <laughs> he had like two good seasons and then became trash. That's the picture for the Dodgers, right? With the, the, the glasses and the yeah. yeah, Yeah, he was a closer. And he had like one good season. He had like 52 saves. And then he got traded to like the Red Sox. He had like three. I love, I love how Ken Griffey Sr., not Junior, yeah. Sr., so fucking much. That was the first thing I did. I was like, all right, boys, it's time for the home run. Yeah, journey. I'm like, Reggie Jackson Jr. versus Ken Griffey Jr. and Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. I'm going through the list. I'm like, Ken Griffey? I'm like, Sr. <laughs> Sr. <laughs> What does do it have on the walker and everything? Do, do they do they have any kind of like uh like campaign or anything like where you create a character and run through like a story or anything? No, there's there's no, a franchise you pick a team mode. and you play. Oh, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing I really liked about the show when I played. I played it a lot on the PS2. Uh, well, while wow, 07, 06, I think is what I play on the PS2 all the time. You'd create a character and you'd go through a full story and like a campaign for them, like an entire career. You'd level them up and create new pitches and stuff, and it was really really cool. Um, but it sounds like uh, RBI doesn't have that. So I guess yeah. the show is what you'd still have to go to. RBI that. is just weird. Like they'll have a, they'll be a ground ball to like the shortstop, and you'll want to kind of like you're already going to hit the throw to second base, and you're already like ready to hit the throw to first base because you want to kind of like you know you're already building your momentum to turn a double play, and the game's just like no, you didn't hit first base until you hit it before the guy caught it, so the game's <laughs> just not going to do anything. And oh. turn double plays in the game is like a pain in the ass. What? That's a, that's the thing. I remember playing uh, when I play the show. You would when you as soon as you're already throwing to first, as long as you hold the button for second, they would automatically throw it. Yeah, you it. you can't like preemptively plan oh. out your throws in this game. It's like nah, you're gonna wait. And then it's just little attributes of the game where I wonder if the developers watch baseball or have ever played baseball. <laughs> oh, because, God. In the first game I played. I was playing as the Yankees. I'm Aaron Judge. I hit a line drive back at the pitcher. Hits the pitcher. <laughs> he just the ball moves like a foot away from him. He picks it up, throws me out at first. Next bat is John Carlos Stan. I do the exact same thing. Hit it line drive right back at the pitcher. Hits him in the <laughs> face. Picks it up, throws me out at first. I was like, one, this pitcher would be dead in yeah. real life. There's a ball coming off Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stan's bats coming about 125 miles an hour. <laughs> like, so there's no injuries in this game. Yeah, it, it's just it's an arcadey basically. Yeah, it's arcade. I mean, John Carlos Stanton is like dark, dark black in this game. And I mean, if you ever watch baseball, John Carlos Stanton isn't dark, dark black. I would not know, and I have no vote. <laughs> no, they think to bring back like Slugfest or something. Well, like here's the here's what stays with baseball. Here's the thing, John. You said it's kind of arcadey, right. but it's like it's it's almost a game and i think i said this in my 2018 rbi baseball review because i review these every year for some fucking reason it's almost like they don't know what they want to do with it like do they want to be simulation or do they want to be arcadey because there's definitely elements of simulation in the game but then there's things that like uh, i was fielding a ball like a pop fly and the way it works is like you can go into this little like circle that's on the thing and your guy will then sort of, you know, get into position to catch it. But like the animation of it was so weird. So like I'm running there and my back is to the ball and like I'm trying to get to the circle and the guy just stops like uh, probably a few feet before the circle. And then he just sort of glides into position, not moving his feet with his back still towards it. And then like at the last second, he turned around and caught it. And I was like, 
<laughs> what? What? I, what? I, Even I the to... opponent AI, I'll be like running in and the circle's like a foot in front of my guy and he just fields it off a bounce. I'm playing against the computer and their players are diving <laughs> and, and they're making a miraculous plays. I'm like, I'm hitting line drives by it, like in the gap and these guys are just laying out like 25 foot dives and they're making miraculous catches and my guy's just running like an idiot and they're getting triples because for some reason, like, my players are slow as hell, even though in real life they're some of the fastest runners in baseball. I'm just like, you know what, game? I'm going to just play home run derby. And then I'm doing that, and I'm losing to random Cubs players when I'm Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson should be hitting 50 home runs around on like a five-minute round. No, the game's like, you hit three. <laughs> like, uh, I had warning track power the whole time. I was like, this isn't real. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to play this really bad uh, baseball game back on the Nintendo 64 and there was a thing where if the ball touched any part of a catcher like it would automatically get caught or the the outfielders this sort of reminds me of that I like players with their back turned get hit between the shoulder blades and the ball's just in their glove sounds yeah, like there that. were so many baseball games back in like the n64 ps1 time there were so many best baby still still so love many. that game mike uh, piazza had his own baseball game fuck mike piazza <laughs> <laughs> i used to call him mike pizza <laughs> yeah, I thought that was his name. I'm dumb. I want All Star <laughs> Baseball back. Oh yeah, we did. That game was baseball. awesome on the N64. You just put your where you want to swing just below where the ball was coming in. You hit a home run every time. I used to not, play not uh, Super Baseball 2020. I used to do like tri uh, triple triple play baseball back in the day. You hit up and square, and it does like the rocket launch when you hit it. Uh, Who, it awesome. Did anyone ever play Hardball Five on PC? Mm, no. no. Oh, that game was awesome. You could play as like Babe Ruth and everything. It had Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, they had Dom DiMaggio as a legend. Not <laughs> Joe DiMaggio. They had his brother. This sounds like an off-brand baseball game. <laughs> I think they just looked at random retirees but like, they're not in the Hall of Fame. Let's put them as a legend because we can't pay for the rights to their name. Dude, this is like the RC Cola baseball games. Yeah, like, so say like, that sounds like Doctor Thunder. Uh, it's sorry. the Gears Club of baseball. Games. Oh man, <laughs> this sounds—it sounds like the type of game that puts Michael Jordan in there. Yeah, oh. Except his name would be like Mike Jordan. Like, well, they they used to do player. They used player. to just call it player. Uh, comma player and it would be number 99 yeah, uh, yeah. NBA, NBA live dude yeah. <laughs> NBA live you, you do that back in the day man uh, Jordan was freaking butt that Jordan was busted in that game he dunked from the freaking <laughs> busted his hell he hits three Jordan never shoots threes all of a sudden Jordan you rain threes all day what uh hey, what else what else we play anything else I uh I'm probably halfway through Metro uh, Exodus Evan. So um, I will I will recommend that to you since you're a big Metro guy. That I'll might be something you might want to look into. I know I know you have to get it on the, um, the Epic Store, but uh, it's it's a good game. It is a good game so far. I still I still have another half to play, but Devil May Cry is out now, so that'd go to the side for a little bit. Uh, I've I've been playing tons of Final Fantasy 14, prepping for the next expansion. I just finally hit level 70 with my samurai. Oh, it's good. Dude. It, that's the problem with MMOs, man. If I if I go into MMO, I'd have a hard time getting to any of these things like Devil May Cry or anything. It, yeah, uh, surprisingly, it is a very casual, friendly MMO. They they you level up fast, and the jobs are all easy. So I'm digging it just because like. Whatever, like I play a little bit. The community is really nice. Like, holy crap, it's one of those games where you can just like, hey, I need help. I'm lost, and no one's like, hey, shut up, dummy. Like everybody gives you real advice. It's it's good. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, very cool, very cool. Any, anyone else uh, playing anything else before we move on? I picked up Transistor on the Switch, and good. Fine, it's just as good as it was 
three or four years ago, whenever I played on the PS4, and I never renewed my PS Plus subscription, so I said, <laughs> screw it. <laughs> so I picked it up on the Switch. It was it was on sale, and it's really good. If you haven't played Transistor or Bastion, one of those two, same, same what is it, Supermassive, what are they called, the developers? Yeah, Supermassive, yeah. Supermassive. Super Giant or whatever. If you haven't played their games, pick them up. They, they're on sale on the on the Switch eShop. They're they're both good. Bastion and Bus uh, Transistor. So yeah, I'm having fun with that. Oh, I, I, go go ahead, go ahead, Jordan. No, I was gonna say uh, I turned back on some Spyro earlier this week, practicing <gasps> some uh, speed runs. Whoa. Just seeing mm. if I could, just seeing if I could do any speed runs in Reignited. And tell, uh, me, tell me more, Jordan, please. I'd like no, to know. No, I, you know, I just played a little bit. You know, <laughs> getting back into it, played it, and then uh, you know, Devil May Cry's out. So uh, really? are you playing, are you playing Spyro? Guys, why do you think? Why do you think I like Spyro? I never talk about it. Okay, I've never talked about Spyro mm. in my life. Look, well, at I didn't me. know you liked Spyro. Do I look like the person who would talk about Spyro? Yeah. Hold I up know. the tat. Hold up the tattoo. Show us your dedication. <laughs> oh, there it is. I have two yeah. tattoos on under each other. Yeah. Came and he can show you. That he could show you. Yeah, I can't show you where I put Sparks the Dragonfly. Ooh. It's <laughs> a butthole tattoo, and I can respect that. Oh, <laughs> God. That's quite not... <laughs> uh, uh, Then I also uh, I did play a little bit of Master Chief Collection as well. Ooh, did you play any Rocky on GameCube? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Yeah, we all did, yeah. Yeah, we were that's all ready I'm, for that one. That's what I'm mm-hmm. playing right now. Nice. Dude. You know, if you if I actually had this week, you know how much that would have blown my mind. I would have been like, "Are you watching me? Did I leave the camera on? What?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, uh, yeah, I was playing it because we're getting some kind of Master Chief news next week, so <gasps> getting back into it. Uh, just to play. I, I'll play Halo every every now and then. Every every. Every week or so, I'll play at least a few matches to Halo, but I, I spent a whole night playing it. So, better not be like Halo 3 remastered or any stuff like that. No, it's probably going to PC. It's probably going to PC. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. well, that's something. That's Big next true. Next, next, uh, next week, I think. What's that? The 12th? Yeah, next mm-hmm. Tuesday they're going to talk about Master Chief Collection on Inside Xbox. It's like their big like headline game. So either they have some big update to add to it, uh, maybe Halo Reach, or they're going to move it to PC. <sighs> Ooh, I'll take that. I'll take that. But it's going to be part. It's already part of Game Pass, and uh, that works with PC already technically because it's play anywhere. So Evan, if it goes to PC, you could technically uh, get it on Game Pass and we can play Halo. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I could do that. <laughs> Evan's like, really? Damn it! <laughs> no, I'm trying to get to this one. <laughs> or you could download. Or you could download Dolphin and get Rocky, which supports progressive. I knew scan. you were about to. I knew you were about to. Progressive scan. Nice. I'm playing as Tommy Gunn, fucking people up. <laughs> Tommy Gunn sucks. Yeah, but it, it's it it's <laughs> it's kind of morbid if you think about it. Because if he bleeds on someone, then they're probably gonna Aww. die. <laughs> that went that went really real, man. And really dark. <laughs> what year do you, do you think that somebody can really die from from someone with that? <laughs> Well, during Rocky time frame, you know, during Rocky time frame, medicine <laughs> putting, wasn't as advanced. You're putting that's, your mindset back in like 1990. Right? Yeah, that's that's what people that's what people remember about the 90s is the AIDS epidemic. Thanks exactly. Where, where wasn't that like the basis of the movie Philadelphia? Was it all because Tommy Gunn was bleeding after the fight? Uh, I don't know. No, no, I mean it had to do with. Did it have to do with? Well, Tom Morris, Tommy Morrison was the real boxer. Yeah, Tommy. Had Tom up. Hanks. My oh yeah, God. yeah. Tom Hanks gets fired because he was gay, or st- yeah. that's the reason because he had AIDS because he has lesions. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Evan, do you want to hit us with a Discord question? <laughs> I'll try after all that. Knowledge. Welcome to Movie Wave. <laughs> if you only had one choice of the following hypothetical Switch games, would it be a new Golden Sun or a sequel to Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door? Oh, that's hard, man. Golden Sun. Golden Paper Mario. Paper Mario. A good Paper Mario. Both. I'll well, be greedy. I want both. Because, yeah, but, but you can only get one, Jordan. But I'm greedy. Here's the thing, though. Like, they could make an awesome Mario and Luigi. Maybe it's not as good as that, but maybe it comes somewhat close. <laughs> Where is Golden Sun? Golden Sun is, is MIA. So that's the reason why I'm like, okay, they're probably going to, Mario and Luigi, that's probably going to come over to the Switch at some point, right? Like, mm -hmm. we're all, yeah. yeah, we're all thinking that. So those games aren't bad. They're just on the damn 3DS, you know? So, I mean, like, if they move it over to the Switch, I think they can make a, a good Mario RPG experience. Whereas, like, where the hell is Golden Sun? You know, like, Golden Sun, we need it, man. I, especially because Golden Sun 3 really kind of expanded the universe since it had basically the sons and daughters of the original characters. It felt like such a good revamp. I feel like they could do that again. Of like, give, give us another Golden Sun and be called like the grandchildren of the future. I mean, I'd play it. I'd buy eight copies. We got so many Mario games too, man. We got Mario <laughs> Tennis. We got Zippo. Mario. Zippo. <laughs> yeah. Mario game, what up, Zippo? <laughs> Yeah. Golden Sun in this piece, please. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, honestly, probably most people vote for Golden Sun. Although it'd be nice to see a good Paper Mario game. Oh, I, I mean, of a really weird okay. Mario and Luigi game for the Switch it's called Mario and Luigi Switch It Up, and it's all weird. And Mario gets to be uh, skinny and tall and has Luigi's powers. <laughs> and Luigi's short and fat and gets Mario's powers. Don't worry, I, don't know why I don't want that makes me laugh. I don't want to make me laugh. Dumbass ideas, please. I want, it. I want that. That needs to happen. I, I need a short. Fat Luigi. That game, character. Ju just by saying that, it is now in development. It is happening, guys. Inside information, 100% confirmed. Reset era, take that as fact. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Zippo, Zippo, get writing. We're going to have some creepy-ass fan art now. We're going to have Bowsette messing around with no, Luigi what? Mario well, thing. I, see, I, I am already picturing people are going to try, like, uh, it's going to be uh, oh. Mario and Luigi wipe swap. Ooh. Oh god! That's uh, the, that's the switch it up. We don't need. Let me let me go through some of these super chats before we get into the, <laughs> before we get into some of the news topics and everything. Uh, what a uh, disaster this <laughs> podcast has been. Worst one hundred and one peaked. That's it, everybody. So, uh, Joe, Joe asks, why are companies so intent on getting rid of handheld consoles? The entire mobile game market is garbage. Doesn't replace dedicated hardware, in their opinion. What I have we gotten rid of? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just sort of changing, but I don't think it's necessarily gotten rid of. You know, Sony just decided to not do anything more. I mean, with the 3DS, it. the 3DS is going away now too. Yeah, but there's a Switch. Yeah, but it said like like dedicated handheld. I guess that would be like a hybrid, technically. Because there's well, there's more money in mobile and mobile, whether you like it or not, like it's just cheaper to develop for. More people have mobile. Every, Everybody got cell phones or tablets and all that. It doesn't make sense to make some type of dedicated portable device when you can tap into such a larger market with uh, mobile. And you have access to all the graphics that you need. You know, it evolves each year. There's new hardware that you don't got to pay for each year and you can make advantage. Um, you can take advantage of that. I mean, it, ma it makes sense that they are. It makes sense that they're what, like, you don't have cell phones. Well, and, and that's the thing is, uh, yeah. so it clearly, clearly Sony realizes that the future is PlayStation games on the phone, like full PlayStation games, because notice 
the day after they officially stopped all production on the PlayStation Vita, like the next day, they confirmed that PlayStation Now is coming to phones. So now I can literally play every PS4 game on my phone now. I can literally play Final Fantasy XIV on my phone. Yeah, they took away the thing that made the Vita kind of special for your uh, for your PlayStation, just the remote play, and now you can just do it with your iPhone. Yeah, and the thing is, it's all sales to them. If you buy a $60 game to play at home or a $60 game to play in your lunch break, it's still $60. They don't care. Yeah, I mean, all these companies are looking at phones. Nintendo's releasing games. Sony's doing games for it. Uh, Microsoft is trying to do their entire streaming service on it. So, well, and we saw we saw what Nintendo said. Is Nintendo's even telling people, "Don't make your phone games predatory. Like, we'll get more money out of people if we make multiple good games instead of one game that just tricks you into buying loot crates." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the point now where they don't have to develop a system to get money from handheld users. Exactly. It's just it's just logistically it's just one of those things that happens with technology right it, you couldn't stop it no matter what i mean sony could make another dedicated portable but is it going to make a debt in mobile no more developers are going to just support mobile so it's just i mean we got an announcement of a new octopath like prequel you know yeah in addition to that so i mean it's just it just makes sense to just just throw it out on there Mobile's super easy to develop on too yeah so. It's, I think it comes down to the touch controls being an issue for a lot of people. So honestly, I would like to see like NVIDIA had their shield handheld thing. That was actually pretty cool, but it kind of bombed. Um, you never know. Google could come out with something or who knows. And um, they, have, they have a terrible console controller. Just find a way to attach a phone to that garbage. I think, I think the problem I don't, the reason I think a lot of us don't want to play games on our phone is because we use that to text and surf the web and do everything else, you know? I, I, I hate yeah. I hate mobile. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't stand. I, I can't stand mobile. I know Dreamcast. I know Dreamcast guy. You're in the same boat. Yeah. I hate it. I fucking hate mobile, dude. But I mean, it's just what can you do? I mean, we all know that's the next. It's. I mean, it's not even the next. It's. It, it's here. This is. This is it. Just yeah, I mean, the virtual some, buttons. Yeah. There's some. There's some all right games on there, but it's not like it still isn't quite to like a, what a handheld device can give you. Oh, absolutely. I, so. I, I beat Final Fantasy One, the full Final Fantasy One remake they did on uh, on iPhone. I fully beat it, like forty five hour PG, beat it on a phone, and that was great because it's a two button game. It's slow, it's methodical, but anytime they try and make like fast or real hardcore games, it just doesn't work on a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go to Rico Key Two asks, uh, would you like to see Bayonetta three in the RE engine? No, that'd be weird. I mean, I'm alright with it. I, I don't think the gameplay matters. I, I mean, I'm, well, I don't think the, the gameplay with it doesn't need to be RE engine for the gameplay to be good. I don't think it really, I mean, you just get better graphics. You're really going to get a lot of JJ uh, Abrams shining lights in that game for sure. Well, I, I was gonna, yeah, every time her butt cracks about to show up, a censored bar comes across. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just be good graphics. I mean, better graphics. That's really I mean, the engine, engine worked well in Devil May Cry so far. So, well, I mean, they're going to do their own thing with it, but uh I mean, I I'm, I'm starting to like this RE engine, I'll admit. It's um it's 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 shown up pretty well so far this year. So, it's a good. We'll see what whatever they put their next game into what what runs on the RE engine next. Can you imagine when they get through like more of the Resident Evil remakes like Resident Evil 4 would look like in that engine? I they're they're never gonna remake four. They're working they're working on three right now. They're doing three, but like I feel like at an anniversary date they're gonna have to do four. I, they're gonna if, do it justice. If, if they do, it's gonna be completely different. A million percent. I don't think it's gonna have anything to do with uh, four. I think it's gonna be sort of in that town, but I think it'll be like a a spinoff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So four, 20, four sells so much. So twenty twenty five. So twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Twenty year anniversary. Four, yeah. yeah. 
And also, that makes me feel real old because oh, we're going to be old. Damn right, we're going to be old. And I'm still going to be doing this. <laughs> I remember the E3 that they first showed Resident Evil 4. There were no screenshots or anything, and one guy like wrote a a shot for shot description and put it online. And so it was like someone starting a chainsaw outside the house, and Leon pushes a bookshelf in front of the door. And I was like, "This is going to be the best game ever." Uh. Cortland Robinson says Capcom's next big game this year will be Monster Hunter World Iceborne in fall. Oh, yeah. That's supposed to be huge. But that's not, they're not, that wasn't on the uh, RE engine, was it? Monster Hunter World. No, no. no. So, yeah, they're not putting that on the RE engine. The, they yeah, wouldn't I put wonder, the I wonder if they'll get the RE engine on the Switch at some point. Hmm. No, we'll see. Uh, CAX says uh, your estimated percentage chance of Persona Five on Switch. Ninety-nine percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's very likely right now. CAX will say that. Um, they're supposed to have more information about Persona R this month, right? So we're already a third of the way through the month, so it should be soon. Any second. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe. I mean, what what's uh this week is uh okay yeah. I could see it being this week ahead of GDC. It's possible. Uh, that would be, be pretty cool, though, to see that. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Persona 5 showed up on the Switch. I think Nate said it best with 99%. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Eastwind uh, says this: there is actually four unlockable harder difficulties. I guess that's for Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. Jeez. This game, I guess, will get a lot harder then. Uh, Steven says, which will come first, Pikmin 3 or Pikmin Trilogy on Switch, seeing as 4 is uh, struggling in development right now, it seems. Uh, I mean, the, the rumor's Pikmin 3, right? That seems to be consensus. So mm -hmm. you probably see Pikmin 3, I guess, show up on the Switch for whatever reason. How did that sell on the Wii U? Only two people bought a Wii U and one bought the game, <laughs> so a 50% attach rate is pretty yeah. good. There you go. I think it sold a mil it sold a little bit over a million. Oh, okay. Okay. That'll probably do better on the Switch, I would assume then. Um Riku Kitu says, uh, bought a shirt, I'll wear it at E3 this year. Oh, cool. Let me need to see that representation at E3. Some spawn uh, spawncast representation there. Uh, and your thoughts on two versions of the next Xbox. One discless will be cheaper and one regular. Uh okay. I see what you're saying. Because we were gonna talk about the the Xbox. Rikiki 2 um, coming up uh, in one of the news topics uh, in a second. Actually, there's three more Super Chats, then we'll actually do that. Uh, we're going to talk about that that discless Xbox. It seems to be popping up soon. So um, Let me uh, CX Baseball Stars 2 on the Neo Geo. AES is amazing. I remember Baseball Stars. Uh, I remember that. I was on the... I played that. Was that on the NES? I think it was NES. I played that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Wishbone says the Google Yeti name is now officially dead. I think that was more their project name. Like Yeti was like like code name for it, and I think we'll actually find out what it's really called at GDC on the nineteenth. So, not this week, coming up the following week. Uh, and then Zippo says hi, Nate. Hi, Jordan. Hey, all Sonic hi. movie thoughts. <laughs> Sonic movie thoughts. Uh, it's gonna be a thing. I so <laughs> I I've seen the the full. I got shown the full trailer. Uh, it did have some placeholder art. Uh, there were a couple times where Sonic kind of looked like a sock puppet, but it had, had all the voice acting, it had all the music, it had all the jokes. Um, it's really weird because it works, but I'll tell you that leaked art that's going around is not not a great representation of what he looks like in the movie itself. What uh, about that screenshot of him running? 
even that does not really properly it's it's like it's a picture of you from a weird side of your face when he's moving around and stuff it still looks bad but at least he looks more natural like in the trailer itself he actually looks natural those screen grabs make him look like a freaking nightmare creature that eats <laughs> babies did you uh, at least get to see eggman no, no, he's not in the trailer. The, the, tra the, the trailer mostly focused on him and his his human cop partner. They actually drive around in their his car a little bit, and they run yeah, around and they solve some movie. crimes. And it's super, yeah. So it's a buddy cop movie, and it's super silly. Like the the trailer when I was showing it, the song that played in the background is "Gangsters Paradise," and I'm not oh, joking. Uh, this uh, is gonna be the best worst movie. I can't wait. Yeah, well, and, oh, man. And so the the people who who leaked it were uh, the people who are editing the trailer. Like I saw the the trailer house is where I saw it from. So um, it looks like the. I mean, I saw that what two three weeks ago now. So at this point, now the art's leaking out there. I think we're going to see it very soon. The so trailer it's more of soon. a it's more of a teaser trailer though, right? Not a full trailer. Not uh, it was probably fifty seconds, okay, but it was so uh, it was it was very meaty. You hear everybody talk. Everybody has like a full joke. I mean, it, it's one of the things where it's a shorter trailer, but it's not a teaser. Like what I saw was like a full blown. Here's like what's going on in the movie. It was a, a setup. We don't see Doctor Robotnik, but you hear that's him talk. So, man, that's the one thing I want to see. What they did to Jim Carrey now, like I I can kind of guess what they've done to Sonic, but what did they do to Jim Carrey? That's what I need to see. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Movie Wave. <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's move into uh, some of the news uh, topics first here. Labo VR. So this was a weird announcement midway through the week. Nintendo dropped it on their Twitter feed, and then the internet kind of blew up for a minute there. They're going to be doing Labo VR. We had actually talked about this previously. Anyway, it was a rumor. We all kind of figured it was going to be Labo. We didn't really know what it looked like. And uh, then they released stuff where you have like a gun that you're looking into and holding it up. Uh, yeah, you put your you put your face behind apparently in like a <laughs> but uh what do you what's everyone's thoughts on on this labo stuff with VR? I, I'm not getting it. It's interesting, but I'm not getting it. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna get it because I have to and I have to check this thing out and I need to see Sean attempt to build it as well. So he needs to get it. Nope, Russ Lyman has already said he'll do it for me. Oh, you're gonna use that lifeline, man. Yep. You're not gonna try it just to just to feel that sense of accomplishment. I won't feel a sense of accomplishment. We, no, we, got a sense our, we got a guy in our Discord asking how much it'll be for you to actually build one. I, I don't want to. Yeah. It's a sense of accomplishment was the Street Fighter arcade one-up cabinet. That, Dude, that should, It came, it looks beautiful. Do awesome. that on stream. We should do a charity stream where Sean attempts to build all the Labo pieces. And oh, Jesus Christ. Take it off stream <laughs> until he builds all of them and we see how much money we can raise for like Child's Play or something. And then I would kill myself because that would probably be easier. I can't. I can't build that robot one, Kids, man. <laughs> I just want to see you build the elephant one for VR. Like I think the VR ones don't look that complicated. Yeah. Like obviously, I'm going to get it. Do I think it'll be good? Uh, I would. I that would know. be that would be a fun stream, Sean. And and here's the thing: we try to talk you through it, and you can't look at the instructions. Oh, oh Jesus! You're oh on your we have the instructions here. And we're looking at. We're trying to tell you what to do over, over like, over like Discord and everything. It's torture for the kids. Around the stuff. Just it's waterboard me at this point. Well, no, I bet you half of them. Like, I'll put them together and I'll be like, okay, this thing only took like 20 minutes to put together. Because, like, if you looked at some of the ones for the variety kit, some of them only take like 20 or 30 minutes to put together. Is what their like their estimated time is. Because I bet you that robot kit was like, this is gonna take you two hours. And you were looking at like what, <laughs> like when you turned it on. But that would be a fun. That would be fun to do that. 
It, it would be like that that game, Keep Talking and Nobody yeah. Explodes. Dude, that would be awesome. We should do that, Sean. I, I, I'm serious now. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it right now. If you actually do that stream, I will donate $100 to any charity of your choosing. <laughs> just, just, just because, let's face it, we could do some good. I see people in chat are definitely like down for this idea. If, if you're willing to do it and you're willing to be waterboarded by Labo. And now, Sean, I'm, if you're not willing to do it, you're just- I look like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't, don't you love cancer kids? What My is, God. Every time. What's Every time we come back around? What don't they? They have like the drives and everything. What's that come around? Uh, it goes all, all the time. You extra life, extra life kind of happens all over the place. It's a it's a year round charity, but people sort of do it in the summer typically as a group. Okay, okay, yeah. Every time Sean gets mad, like or too frustrated, he has to donate. <laughs> he has uh, to like a swear jar. Like he's like, dang it, and then he has to donate every time he gets super angry and thinks he's gonna give up. Dude, that would be that would be a fun five minutes. That would be a fun. That'd be a good charitable donation, John. Thank you. I also you could stop if you wanted to. I mean, you're going to be a demon because you're killing children with your bare hands. But Jesus (laughs) fuck! (laughs) No, that'd be Sean. I believe in Sean. He can do it if we're talking him through it and stuff. Uh, (laughs) He's on stream with probably hundreds of people watching him attempt to do it. You have more faith in me than I do. I think you can fold the cardboard up correctly, Sean. I believe in you. Did you watch my Labo stream? I yeah, it was great. It was not good. <laughs> uh, what, what what day does uh does Labo VR come out? Was that April twelfth or something? April twelfth. Yeah. April thirteenth. Before you buy Labo, <laughs> they ruined my last April by doing Labo. Now they're oh, ruining man. this April. Oh man, that's we should do that. That'd be good. Or even if you have Russ do it, we actually, if we get closer to one of those drives, Sean, we put you on camera with a brand new Labo kit that we send you and you have to build it yourself without any help. Ooh. Can it can it be like, what about that fake Labo that, that we did? That no, wasn't no, no. too hard. It was easy, but that was because it was like one piece that like just folded, like you just tilted it and it like went together. But exactly. like, if you have those pieces and I have the switch over here and I'm trying to walk you through it, that would be, I think that'd be fun. That'd be a good time. You can't look at the picture either. I actually have to talk you through. Jesus Christ. I have enough <laughs> trouble with full detailed instructions. Yeah, th- this man, this man doesn't screw together IKEA furniture properly. He's not gonna be able to do this. I think he can do it. I think Sean can do it. Mm-hmm. That makes one of us. <laughs> uh, but the Labo VR kit, what do you guys think about the idea of it? Because it's gonna be it's cheap VR, okay? We'll just leave it at that. It's not going to be the greatest experience ever. They don't even let you like strap it to your head with like a band or anything. You have to hold it up, it seems, with your hands. Wow. So they don't want you having this thing against your face for very long. <laughs> did, did you see that meme where it said, uh, it's like, uh, it's like 2000, uh, 2011. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh my god, you can do it, honey. Oh god, you can uh, do it, honey. <laughs> oh god, she has smoker voice. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> there was there was a meme going around that said uh, Nintendo in 2011 introduces the the 3DS, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, no, that's going to be bad for kids' eyes." And it's like 2019. All right, kids, strap the switch to your face. We don't care. It's I Nate, you kind of talked a little bit about it. What do you what are you thinking about this VR this VR headset for the Labo? I mean it's Google, it's it's Google cardboard. It's yeah. gonna I mean it looks like they're trying to make VR more social by not having a head so it's 
like you're just going to pass them like, oh, cool, look at stars. Look what I'm looking at. It's a viewfinder, basically. And yeah. my motion sickness. Yeah, I mean, they had it so the switch was up and like they had the, the Joy-Con controllers on either side. So you're basically holding it with like your hands right next to your head while you're playing, I guess, is the idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks just like a viewfinder, except you shove your head up a duck's ass. <laughs> but like, I'm curious how, because the, the thing that we keep hearing is Mario Kart is in some way going to be used with this thing. Like, I, I don't, or don't something. see how that's possible. I don't know how you, you can't play. You, yeah, I don't you know hold the things to your head while playing, unless it's going to be like I'm watching my replays in VR, which is woohoo. Yay. Yeah, like Mario Kart <laughs> is already in VR in the arcades, but it doesn't look the same. I don't, I don't know how they would, hmm, unless there's another accessory or something that comes out for it. Because what I see in the oh gosh, <laughs> it's getting weird in chat. You might have to time out this Dreamcast guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mod status tonight. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that's gonna work. What's the, what's the deal with the elephant? Can anyone pick out what the, what the elephant thing is? Get to play as an elephant, drink your water, and then that's you just get to do that. That's about it. But like, I don't. It's gonna be for about five minutes. You're gonna spend eighty bucks. You're gonna be like, "Well, that was interesting for five minutes." And you're gonna look at the elephant and say, "Well, I'm never playing that again." It's just like other Labo. It's yeah. fun for five minutes, and the fun is supposed. That's the, the that's fun why I is don't... The five hours to build the dock. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think. See, I think I would just get the VR thing. I don't even think I'd really care about the other stuff. Get the VR thing. Whatever it comes with is fine, and then that's about it. Right? Don't wanna, you don't yeah. want a giant blaster on your face. Yeah, you don't want to hold a bazooka to your face and shoot whatever from your face. That might, that might actually be the best game. That I, I, I was thinking about that. That might be the best game. That'd be like, yeah. guys, remember that crappy, what was it, Super Scope or whatever yeah, like it was? Silent Scope. Yeah. That Just, thing down the Super Nintendo, that thing yeah, was kind of cool, Super but it was trash. Scope, yeah. That's probably oh, right. the, it is, yeah. You have to put Pokemon Snap on VR with the camera. And then there you go. That's oh, how it my money. That's, that's what we need, Sean. If we're going to do that uh, charity thing, sorry, in the chat, we should have Wood antagonize you while you're doing it the whole time. No, I'll, I'll have to kill him, drive to Texas <laughs> and kill him. That's right. I'll, I'll, hide so, get it. I'll hide get at my house. It's okay. Do you have to hold it to your head? Like, there's not going to be any sort of way. Like, is I, that I, it, no, it's I, intended to be held to your head? I, love, I mean, I guess you can make like a strap and just. Yeah, I guess they'll probably. But it doesn't look like it's coming with one. Every bit of marketing they show, everyone's holding it up to their head. <laughs> like, well, that, doesn't that sort of like negate uh, other games potentially using it? It yes. seems so. Yeah. Like I, I, mean, I think even Nintendo's like, yeah, they probably don't want to have this in front of their eyes for too they, long. They don't want. Oh, I they mean, don't want you holding it to your eyes like that for a very long time. Yeah. This we're is not the company get, that like, a Fatal Frame or Resident Evil Seven you, or any actual VR experience. It's going to be. Like five minute long game, it's gonna be like you're yeah. looking at a cow. Do, do Look, you're on a farm. Done. So <laughs> I I've played way too many hours. I've probably played over a hundred hours of uh, Virtual Boy back in the day. Do y'all remember oh, Joe? Joe I, I, I have two of them. So. Yeah. So when you're playing that, it constantly warns you every fifteen minutes. It shows a picture of a window with the blinds open and says maybe you should go outside. And you have to like skip past it every time, uh, and it hurts really bad if you ignore that warning. I think it's the same thing. If like they they realize that they shouldn't strap the Virtual Boy to your face i think they're just trying to do the same thing here like if you put your face into it they have more plausible deniability That's what they should do is have virtual boy like like games downloadable for it 
But you gotta, you can't because you gotta How use you a controller it? for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're gonna put like the goggles on like a table. You're just gonna shove your face right on the table, dude. You got the Joy-Con controllers, man. You hold them up to your face and play like this. That sounds That's awful. I don't want them telling me how no. long or or how I should play. If I want to strap VR to my face, let me get my own eye damage. Well, yeah. they'll probably. I've, I I can tell you now. There's probably some third party that comes out with a way for you to strap it to your face. It's it's a roll of duct tape. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, just it's, a... it's not going to be a great VR experience, but it's like Nintendo just saying, "Well, it's forty dollars." I don't even like want to call it VR. I really want to just call it. It's it's a viewfinder. Well, I mean, it that's is what, that's what, like, uh, like Google Cardboard and everything else basically said it was vr so i mean it's basically that yeah but at least that like didn't they have like a string that you tied around your head yes yeah they did have a strap for oh wait did they i don't no, think i don't think they did i don't think google cardboard no, because there was a button there was a button on the front so you had to hold it in order to press the interact button usually yeah i thought i thought you just held it to your face yeah yeah the standard yeah. cardboard was just that's it you hold it up and that's done yeah. and those sells their own strap separately <laughs> yeah it's uh it'll be interesting to see i mean just see what they get out of it uh like like i, I don't know i don't even they didn't even give us a video trailer for it it was literally just they just dropped the marketing on their twitter account and you went and looked at a picture of it so the fact that there's no trailer for it and we're a month from launch is uh yeah it'll be good <laughs> yeah I, I don't think it's gonna be a great experience but it'll come out people will try it out they'll go oh that was cool then it'll go in the closet so That'll be that. Um, I don't know if they'll. Do you guys think Nintendo will explore VR beyond what this Labo thing is in the future? No. Uh, Why it, would it, they? It, it, show show me where VR has been successful. In uh, games. I'd say the PlayStation VR it sold over three million units. On how many user base? Yeah, that's true. But they still sold over three. I mean, three million units compared to Oculus, uh, Vive, and. Well, I guess there's those two, which have not sold anywhere near that. Like I think those two together haven't even sold a million. Heavily discounted though with those PlayStation, like two hundred dollars for those. Like people picking them up. I mean, I can see where there's some success. It's just um, it's gotta, it's they've gotta, they've gotta have a hybrid in my opinion, of like a Hololens and a VR for me for it mm -hmm. to really kind of expand. But then how much is that gonna cost? You know, so it really comes down to. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know about this VR. I'm kind of in Sean's. I don't know about this VR thing. I mean, maybe maybe Nintendo gets into it, but maybe they get into it another non-traditional way in the future. Maybe something else, some other non-traditional way that they get into. Well, they it. have to. There's a couple things they have to make it so it's wireless, and they have to make it so it's really easy to set up. Like the reason I don't play my PlayStation VR as much as I I would probably like to is because the setup and everything. You gotta have a pass through for your HDMI. Mm -hmm. You gotta set up the mm -hmm. camera and. Yeah. It's a I whole have, thing. I have some yeah. Twitch friends that try to use the Vive, and because of how ridiculous that thing is to deal with, they just don't. That thing has a you gotta like tether yourself. Yeah. Thing. It's like I'm not doing it's, all this, man. Set up some cameras and all that so, stuff. There's so, a body tracker for the, the, yeah. the Vive and all that. So that's my thing is I definitely think that Nintendo will do it if it ever gets to the point where it's glasses. Like I think in five years mm -hmm. when the technology is to the point where you literally just put on weird blackout shades and all of a sudden the experience is there, I think 100%. At that point, it'll be so ubiquitous. Everybody will do it. That'll I'll, be the mo mobile game. I will tell you this. Uh, it seems that the PlayStation 5, from what we're hearing, is going to uh, double down on the VR stuff more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like it'll, mm -hmm. apparently it's going to have it built in at a hardware level from what we've heard with rumors. So mm -hmm. 
Maybe. I mean, it's up to Sony to push VR forward at this point because they're tech of the market leaders. So we'll see what uh, the PlayStation 5 does. Well, that's part of, what, I guess, the last question for this from Discord. If Labo mm. VR takes off, do you think Nintendo could create a dedicated VR unit in the next few years? Mm. Well, v, I mean, Labo VR is not going to take off, so... Number one seller. Let me ask this, Nate. What if it sells over a million uh, units? Even then, it, it doesn't prove that this VR concept is a good idea. Better companies have tried and failed. Well, that's true, but then they would need. But then they would have sold more than Oculus and uh, Vive. And you know, Nintendo would be like, "Wait, this is our VR thing, yeah. right?" Yeah, but Nintendo would be like, "Oh yeah, we sold a million forty dollar ones, and nobody <laughs> bought they the say kids. They would just say, "We sold over a million. We also yeah. Oculus and Vive." And it's like, "What?" Okay, yeah, okay. and like no one bought any of the other kits, and yeah, nobody cares anymore. They bought it for the ten minute experience. It's like cool. I'm looking around. I'm watching Mario Kart replays in virtual reality, where it's really just a faux 3D effect. Yep. Yay! Can't believe I spent forty dollars on this. That's what I have to see. What this thing's gonna look like? That, that screen is gonna struggle. I will admit that. So it's gonna be. That's fun. the other thing. Yeah, the resolution is gonna be crap. Yeah, you're gonna get like uh, yeah, screen, screen, door, screen effect. door effect. You're probably gonna get nauseous if it's really bad. That's probably why it doesn't strap to your face, to be honest. So we'll yeah, see. that's why we're not gonna get really great games are going to be these short little vr experiences that you play in five minute burst but isn't isn't that a, a vast majority of vr games it, like i know there's been some like um farpoint and astrobot i was gonna say are you talking trash on astrobot right now man no no no, no. i mean I, and borderlands 2 <gasps> vr okay you can talk trash on that one that's fine. no like astrobot <laughs> no. pretty cool yeah but you're right though like wipeout is good uh, I like Wipeout a lot, but that is like you can finish a race in like three well, or four minutes, you know. So. Dude, beat beat saber, yeah, dude, beat yeah. saber. Oh, beat super super hot's really good too. Super hot, yeah. yeah. That's a workout. If you want to work out, play VR games, play super hot. Like super hot's also you see like the bullets going by and stuff. I, I still love. There's that video of the guy who set the speed run world record for super hot was done in super hot VR, and the dude is literally just laying on the floor, perfectly killing every single enemy, and it's so funny looking. But it's, I mean, he's the best in the world at being a fish. So it's gonna be. Uh, we're still ways off from VR being even mainstream at this point. So it's it'll be a little bit if it ever gets there. I'm thinking like ten years still. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes with the PlayStation 5, which is probably going to have some kind of VR stuff like built in. They need a revision. I think they have a good headset. I think they do need a revision for the set itself, though, for the next generation. Yeah, they will. It's it's not going to use that same one. They're going to they're going to redo it. Um, and it should be sold separately. If they package that thing and like Microsoft did the Kinect, it's I over. I think they'll have two options. I think they'll have a bundled version uh, if they do yeah. it that way and then a standard buy but it yourself. The biggest thing I've seen a lot of people in the PSV, uh, PSVR community saying this now is that they want uh, PSVR games to start being on uh, PlayStation Now. Because now PlayStation Now, the only free games you're getting are PS4. You're not getting PS3 or Vita anymore. So yeah. pe people are saying, like, if there was a PS a free PSVR game, even if it was a tiny little experience like Shark Tank Deep Dive, like people Ooh. would people yeah. would actually, like, they'd build up a library and they'd be more likely to buy it. Um, so, uh, let's, let's move on from VR and get into EA's, uh, E3 presser, not being a thing. Apparently their live one, mm -hmm. uh, you did a video on that too, Sean, right? The I did. So did I, yeah. EA. Oh, okay. Max. Uh, so EA is just not apparently having their live press conference. They're going to do live streams that are a bit more focused gameplay oriented, apparently where they're going to put gameplay first. And I will, I will say this, uh, good. 
<laughs> yeah. Is there a guy that's going to come out and tell us all about sports games for 30 minutes? Yeah, here's the thing that's going to be interesting. How are they going to advertise the live streams? They're going to say, all right, this live stream is for our sports games. Like, okay, you're going to get FIFA, Madden stuff. How are they going to announce that a live stream is going to be for uh, the next Titanfall game? Maybe, maybe Skate so, 4? Uh, my, my, <laughs> my legit speculation is that they're planning on flying out. This is a guess. A hundred percent is a guess, but I'm betting they're going to fly out the most famous YouTubers for each thing. Since they're there's flying, like, they're flying me out. Oh, there's super, well, keep in mind, there's like, there's super famous, yeah, like yeah. FIFA people have yeah. like the FIFA guy. He tweets it out. That'll get way more attraction mm. than just a random 30 minutes of your garbage ass freaking E3 conference. When they're about to do Titanfall, bring out Dr. Disrespect. Like that it'll end up being the biggest stream they've ever done. Sure. Yeah, that'd be really that'd be really cool. Yeah, but uh, as long as I can pick and choose, like I can just I can just pass on all the sports stuff. I can pass on Command and Conquer, you know, mobile. Cool. Uh, I'd be okay with that. But they'd have to somehow be able to tell us that uh, this is going to be a, a, a live stream of unannounced games, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because then I would show up obviously for you know Skate Four, obviously. And uh, yeah, if that was a thing, they could fly me out since I was MLG at three. You know, <laughs> I'd be down. Uh, I would I would love to see that though if they did that I was hoping to be last e3 maybe it's this e3 I don't know but um... so, so one thing that's about this is real interesting is I was listening to Andrea Renee talk and Andrea Renee was the host of e3's press conference last year mm -hmm. and apparently before it even went on she told him she was like look people don't like you like you're paying for my honest opinion you're paying for me to host this thing people love to hate ea and she her quote is i could walk out in the crowd and hand out a hundred dollar bills and people would still be mad so i think that part of it is the fact that they realize no matter what we do people hate it so screw it like just let's just do a couple live streams it's a lot yeah. cheaper but i think people would i think like people are actually kind of excited because jelly the fall in order it's something that I think people are actually interested in to see what Respawn does with that. And Respawn has some uh, goodwill right now for Apex Legends. So yeah, true that. Um, I mean, I'm willing to give them a shot at that. And if they're going to do something with Titanfall as well as is being rumored, it sounds like anyway from EA that it'll be something in that universe. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in EA's conference for at least those two games. And then, of course, uh, Skate 4 because it's got to be there, right? It wasn't there last year. It's gotta be there. I would love for them to do something, anything with Dead Space since they own it. I mean, hold on. How how is there? EA likes microtransactions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, trust me, they're gonna destroy skate for you have to buy skateboards and dude, all that. They could sell us. They could literally open up like a little hot topic clothing store inside of Skate Four for yeah. And I'm gonna like, be the number one sucker who buys literally dude, they everything. They could sell us socks in there, you know. Like they're gonna sell you bearings and the screws yeah, for the bearings and tires and every little thing. How like? How have they not done that yet? It's insane. They're I've going been, to. Yeah. I, I'm I mean, telling ideas. you. Jesus. But they're going to do it regardless if someone online you know, if, they are or aren't. If, if I thought of that, they've thought of like eight different ways. Like they would be like, okay, you, we can sell them the wheels, but now then we can also branch that off and sell them all kinds of colored wheels. And, you know, like, exactly. they're already 20 steps ahead of me on this. So, someone in chat just said, if your board breaks, you have to buy another one with actual oh, money. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst, but. I don't think they'll go with that detail. I they're think they're going to give you a basic amount of stuff, and then literally everything else is microtransactions. Yeah, you know, the spark. Any, they'll add like extra sparks coming off from grinding. It'll be all different. Dude, yeah, cool stuff. stuff. They'll give you cool yeah. stuff like that. They're going to have certain like characters, like pro skaters, that you have to actually pay to play as at this point. You know like what? in the other games, you just unlock the them. Do they call it skate. Would they even call it skate four? Would they call it just like skate world or something? Uh, yeah, then, yeah, skate skate revolution something. Maybe just like a live service. So. 
Cool. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I would like if they made a new skate game and kept it actually backed up for years with good DLC for new skate parks and like updates to a bunch of new stuff to do and a really good online, then absolutely I would take like one skate game and just keep it alive for a while. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it'll be it'll be interesting. At least I'm a little more interested in EA because I don't have to sit through a really boring EA play thing. You know what? Sometimes I think like even Ubisoft could take a page out of that because some of their stuff's kind of boring too, to be honest. <laughs> Someone says they'll call it Skate Four, but the A in is a four now in the title. Oh god. Uh, yeah, that, that. Yeah, I could see that. That's something. They it's like do. what they do with Fantastic Four, the last movie, Fant Four Stick. Four Stick, yeah. yeah. Fant Four Stick. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's shift over to uh, Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice mm-hmm. is uh, it's looking good for the previews, but. Max, I talked to you about this a little bit. You you think you think it's gonna be okay? I after seeing the previews and some of the gameplay, mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay too. But mm-hmm. they are not going to be providing review copies ahead of launch for seemingly mm-hmm. anyone. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So so I have a theory behind this that I'll be loose with. So I've beaten every single Souls game. I've actually beaten every From Software game, even their really bad projects like Shadow Tower. I think that this game is going to be super, super good, but I think they're trying to avoid spoilers. I have a feeling that there's just going to be really big. This is going to be a more story focused game. A lot of the, the previews said that there's one guy. He has an actual story. He has an actual past. He has actual motivation. I think that from software is trying to make sure no spoilers get out. And sometimes reviewers just start being like, look at all this garbage. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have a question real quick. Did you beat Ninja Blade as well? I think I did. I let me oh, look, that look, game. Let me look <laughs> at the cover of that. Yeah, dude, some of their games are bad. I, what I is it called? King's play. King's Guard. That was that was like the the like off brand like Ninja Gaiden on the 360, right? Yeah, it yeah. was it was oh, yeah. it was button Ninja Blade. You know, yeah. Time pressing I game. Beat that. For some reason, I beat that game. I don't know why I beat it, but I remember I. I, was that what I was because we had a bunch of copies and you're probably going for game score or something. Yeah, I might have been. I used, that, fun. I used to do that too, where I just check out games from uh, when I worked at the store where I could check stuff out. I just check out random stuff I'd never heard of, like, oh, Vampire Rain. This is supposedly the worst game ever. Let's check it out. Oh, it is. Sorry yeah. to go off topic, but he said that he's beat every. And, and like, that's one of the most obscure people. Like, people don't realize that that game's from from software. Yeah. That was really? I didn't even realize. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. Well, the weird thing is that, uh, so technically, I guess the one I haven't beaten is the VR one they did. I can't even remember the name of that. I haven't beaten that at all. And apparently, uh, that, <laughs> that apparently has some sort of uh, tie ins to Bloodborne or something. I didn't even know that Ninja Blade was that interesting. So I beat a From Software game and didn't even realize it. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's just how good you are. Yeah, apparently. I'm not a big fan of the Dark Souls stuff, mostly because I don't like. Okay, no, I like Bloodborne more because of the setting. I, I'm not big into the medieval stuff. I'm just not. Okay. Uh, but Sekiro. That that's got some of those Tenchu vibes, man. So I'm on board with that. Hmm. Also, you can't pause Dark Souls games. Like, what is that? I yeah, hate that. that. <laughs> that that's the that's uh, that's probably the main reason why I don't play anymore. No, apparently you can pause Sekiro <laughs> though. So I'm like, this this is looking like the game. They I think they made Bloodborne for people who enjoy kind of that. That was like that Victorian setting, kind of right. Yeah. Um, I, Sekiro looks like it's my kind of game, so I'm I'm on board with this one. I'm I- getting that one right away. I, I think my only worry personally as a Souls fan is that there's only one weapon. Like you only use the katana uh, for the whole game. That's true. I, I like these got like the hand. He's like grappling, hooking around. There's stealth yeah. elements and everything. There's yeah. a, apparently a linear story kind of that they show a bit better. And mm-hmm. It's going to be a Twitch game or Dreamcast guy reviews for me. It's not going to be a, <laughs> that's going to gonna be a, that's going to be a negative for me. And it's going <laughs> to be super hard too. So I'm like, I'm on board there, man. I'm ready. 
Yeah. Can't be rolling around with one. Ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I do have... So here's the only reason, Max, that I am uh, uh, hesitant to, to just say, you know what? I'm good. It's going to be awesome. Activision, man. Yeah. They got their hands in it. Now, you know me. I'm like, all right, I got to see everything before, I, <laughs> before I, I'm okay with it because it's Activision. You can't... Yeah. Activision's desperate right now, Max. They, they are. So I'm, I'm talking to the guy who's in charge of From Software's PR over at Activision right now, mm -hmm. and it sounds like they're being totally hands-off. It okay. sounds like this is an easy paycheck for them. It's one of the things of like, imagine if somebody was taking money to the bank and they said, hey, could you drive this for to the bank for me? I'll pay you 3%. It's going to be like, yeah, of course I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take uh, 3% of this big chunk of money. I think it's that. It's that Activision is stepping in to make it easier for them and they get an easy paycheck. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Hope so. uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Right? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like the... the Obviously, I don't think they want to mess up the the Dark Souls name, so I feel mm -hmm. like they're um they'll they'll guard it a bit. So that's uh you know you know how we are with Activision EA. We got to we got to ask a couple times before we're sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, they'll screw you if they can. Absolutely. You know? Oh, uh, and they do. Let me uh let me let me move over here to to Nate. Nate, you put out a discussion video this past week, right? Yeah. I okay. Think, yeah. What was the what was the discussion video about? Well. It was focused kind of on the recent controversy of Capcom's pricing of the Resident Evil Origins collection, but it didn't focus purely on Capcom. It kind of said, why don't we look at Nintendo and the precedent they set of they just charge $10 more with the Tropical Freeze. And there was some outrage, but generally people were like, well, it's a great game. It's worth the 10 extra dollars. Then we see them at New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, a Wii U launch game where all they added was Toadette. They charged full price and also explored kind of the game card costs of Everyone is quick to say, well, this publisher is greedy for charging more, but we never really see it of, well, maybe the game card due to the cost is a factor in that. Or maybe if I'm Capcom, I'm looking at Nintendo and saying, you guys are porting some old Wii U games over and you're charging a premium. Our games are just as good. So why can't we charge a little more? Mm, that's a good that's a good point so you're saying that uh, Capcom and maybe other companies looking at Nintendo pricing their stuff a bit higher and that they uh, realize that they can they can dip into that market. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Capcom, I have Resident Evil 4, one of the best games of all time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm asking $30 for it, and I get it's digital only. I mean, it's it's not a completely unfair price for one of the best games ever made. So if I'm Capcom, I'm saying, yeah, I have it $20 on Xbox One and PS4, but there's not really a lot of competition of this particular genre on the Switch. It's an awesome game. Why can't I squeeze out a few extra bucks, see what I can get from the base? Okay. Because you've seen I, Nintendo do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's because it's on a 16 gigabyte cart, right? For. Well, Resident Evil 4 is just digital. Well, I mean, like Resident Evil 0. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil 1, the 16 gigabyte card, zeros on the card. But the problem is, is Revelations was also on a 16 gigabyte card, and that was $20 less. Right. That was 40 So yeah. that's where it's kind of a weird situation. Capcom hasn't given a reason why they decide to charge $20 more for this collection other than. They said, screw it, we can. And they added a bunch of extra features into Revelations 2. Like they yeah, had like, they added the IR, gyro and you could reload with the IR pointer on the bottom. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would almost fully anticipate that that's going to be a feature of these games on the Switch too. You're going to have gyro control. You might have the IR reload. They just haven't detailed it yet. I mean, that still doesn't justify an extra $20, but... 
I, I guess my thing is, as a hardcore Resident Evil fan who has bought multiple versions of all the games, I'm just disappointed that they increased the price. I guess that's my thing. It's like, I, I was hoping that they would just be like, okay, we're going to sell 20 million copies. Let's make sure like it's affordable, that people love it. So I, I don't know. I was hoping that it'd be $20 or so. Like seeing it it be $10 more than I thought it was going to be does disappoint me i'm still gonna buy resident evil 4 digitally but i'll be honest i might not buy the collection do you think nate do you think that capcom looks at it and says there's more value in this version because it's a handheld game and also a home console game so you know because it's yeah are they like oh we can get away with it because it's it's technically two versions almost of the game and like they're thinking i'm just trying to again make sense of why capcom would be doing that with something like four where you'd figure it'd be 20 bucks yeah i mean they could view it that way and definitely say well it's portable so we feel as though that's a little extra value we didn't it, i think it, it just comes back to will people say well you didn't put in any extra development time to make it that way mm. you just put it on the system so why should you still charge a premium for what is essentially the same game that's on other platforms for cheaper yeah i was hoping i was hoping to be 20 bucks like max saying but i do think they're gonna get away with it because people really like resident evil 4 but um that was kind of a shame. Uh, maybe that'll that feeling from publishers and developers eventually wear off. But they also put out Okami, and that was just twenty bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Okami was just twenty dollars. I mean, Onimusha was the same way. It was yeah. Onimusha and Okami had price parity with the PS4 and Xbox One version. Yeah, so it's I just really, this in is this weird. case is where Capcom said, "Now nah, we're going to try something different." Yeah. Not only that, but like Dragon's Dogma is twenty nine ninety nine in physical with no extra download. <laughs> and that's all probably, the that's gotta be a that's gotta be a sixteen gig card, I imagine. How big is it on Steam, Evan? That's like a that's a bigger game on there, isn't it? It's a thirteen gigabyte preload from the eShop. But the problem oh, is yeah. is that right now we don't actually have confirmation that it is a sixteen gigabyte game card. We've only seen the retail pages that don't say that there's an additional download. It could be a sixteen gigabyte game card. Yeah. But we know how some of these things work. All of a sudden, it's like two weeks from release, and it's oh wait a minute, the box art got updated with this banner. Oh, it's Either way, it's still it's still thirty bucks though for Dragon's Dogma, Dark Rise, and all the content that you get in there. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. That's it, it, so it seems like Dark Jack or Mister Hyde with Capcom when it comes to some of these pricing. You know, like everyone's like, oh yo, this is dope for you know uh, for Dragon's Dogma, but then for like. Resident Evil 4, it's like, yo, ten dollars extra for this, and then like, you know, the other one, the collection, sixty bucks. On PlayStation 4, Dragon's Dogma was seventeen gigs, a little over seventeen okay. gigs. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it makes sense to get it under sixteen for the Switch, then at thirteen. Yeah, lower resolutions, and yeah, should be fine. Yeah, texture and everything, but uh, and the compression, and then Evan, you're 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 gonna probably check that out because you played it on PC and enjoyed it a great deal. Yeah, I want to see how it differs because it is a really fun game and it has a lot of things to it that hopefully people who didn't play it pick it up because it's pretty great. Yeah, Just about Dra Dragon's Dogma. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I, all right, we'll we'll play and uh, we'll rent each other out. That's one of the most interesting things is how you can your character can get rented out to other people. It, it's not your character; it's the uh, the person you create. Because you create one sidekick and then that's oh that's that's right yeah yeah man right sidekicks yeah that that game way long ago when I was trying to be a let's player I fully beat Dragon's Dogma so there was a full let's play on my channel of that game <laughs> everybody has that one when they're trying to be a let's player mine yeah. is Bioshock mine is Bioshock Infinite I have a full let's play of Bioshock I, Infinite <laughs> I I have that as well mine's a speed run I beat the game in four and a half hours nice that took right. me way longer <laughs> it's a cool game a dragon steals your heart right in the beginning so there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, people should check that one out. But um, that is an interesting situation. Capcom's kind of all over the place with this stuff. Mm. We'll see. 
That's out. When's when's Dragon's Dogma out? That's out. Uh, April twenty third. Okay. okay. April. Ooh, Labo VR has competition. And okay. <laughs> I mean, dude, they they launched. They had no fear last year. They launched that thing on the same day as God of War. Labo. Yeah. And yeah. We were all sitting here playing like God of War and trying to put a piano together at the same time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it'll be. So it'll be interesting. Apparently, if Dragon's Dogma sells enough, and uh, Devil May Cry will come over. So there you go. That's so weird. I that's, that's BS to say. <laughs> that's so weird to say. I mean, I guess they're like, oh, if it sells a bunch, we'll know you guys want Devil May Cry, and our stuff will sell. But they're about to sell Resident Evil Four for thirty bucks, so mm-hmm. it'll probably do well. Capcom's weird. I mean, I I, I question now. Devil May Cry would look on the Switch with it have it has to be sixty frames. So, or or does it? (laughs) (laughs) So much more cinematic, man. DMC, baby, DMC. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, it doesn't need sixty. Look look at how great this looks on Unreal Engine three. By the way, on the topic of what we're talking about, digital downloads. Did you see that there was a warning on the Ubisoft website? If you have the physical disc for Division Two. You oh, have to God. put in your console. It is a 100 gigabyte day one patch. This <laughs> is going to happen because this happened with uh, Black Ops as Fuck well. Video games. <laughs> here's, here's what happened. It happened. The exact same thing happened with Black Ops 4. You put the disc in. It had to download 54 gigabytes. Turns out you just re-download the whole game. Mm-hmm. That was the patch. It would. They just. You just got a whole other game because they fixed the whole thing. Apparently, yeah. Um, Did you say a hundred gigabytes? One hundred, yeah. yeah. Someone mm-hmm. made a someone made a great Photoshop, by the way, uh, and it looks like it instead of saying the division two, it says the download one hundred gigs. No, no, <laughs> okay. how, I, don't, I don't, I don't care how good the game is. I can't support. I cannot yeah. support that. What one hundred? That is here's, crazy. Here's what I want to know: Is there anything actually on that disc? Or is right. it a token no. that you own it? Like, I mean, like, it's not even full. It's like 100 megabytes. You pop it in, and then it, it then triggers your system to go download it from the server. That's 100% I, all it is. You flip it over, and it just says CDR in the middle. You're like, oh. right. that's not that's not That's not cool. That is a <laughs> I, I'm honestly curious, because if I pop it in my system, and I'm disconnected from the internet, it's going to install. I wonder if it is a full 50 gigabyte install, or if it's like a 1 gigabyte install, and then it's like, we got to download the rest. Just <laughs> that makes no sense. That is crazy. Yeah. Welcome to 2019, dude. Insane. I mean, it's a, it's an always online game. I get that, but it's like, yeah. why did I buy the? Why well, did I put this on retail? It, it's also. I feel like it's a good example of the fact that that game is probably they're really working on it now. Like, if your day one patch is that big, clearly you did not have time to compress anything. Mm, it's gonna be. Mm. We'll see. We'll see how that game turns out. I think it'll be better than Anthem, so there's that, I guess. Yeah. yeah no, it's going to be. I mean, from I don't what think I've that's seen, too it's hard to do. Yeah, the beta played well with what I played with my friends. It was yeah. Awesome. yeah but... It was glitchy, but fun. Yeah. Evan's already on board with that, man. It came with his Ryzen CPU. We got a copy of Division 2. Yep. Mm. He's already on it. I haven't paid for a single Division game. The first one was the video card we installed from my friend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did get that. <laughs> wow. You haven't bought Division at all. Wow. So Evan will be giving us some coverage on Division 2, I guess. So there yep. you go. I'll take a look at it. He's on it. He's on it. Uh, very cool. Uh, so quickly, Evan, you want to give us another Discord question that we can go through here? Uh, we can go with, do you think the new Pokemon will be some kind of open world or super close to the previous 3DS? This is uh, from France. The guy's from France, apparently. Ah, okay. know that. Very cool. <laughs> very cool. Uh, if from the map, again, we don't. We really don't know that much about this game. People are like studying that map like crazy and trying to piece it together. It, it appears like it's going to be, I guess, like a like sun and moon. It's not going to be 
very open world apparently so nothing yeah. like that it'll be kind of linear to be honest very little enhancements from sun and moon nothing uh, this one's not going to be the open world jump no so i mean I, i'll be curious if they make that jump on the switch at this point we'll see generation 9 2022 <laughs> uh so jordan you're thinking it's gonna be pretty straightforward like what we've already seen before um with Pokemon. yeah I, I i think this is them playing it safe uh from what they've shown off i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of cool differences that make it very different from sun and moon but i think it's the gameplay style and what you're going to be able to see is very sun and moon this is just to what they can do on the switch now and then what they can do later on when they get to their final set of games on the Switch is where you see the biggest changes and improvements. So this one is going to be basically the same thing, just in a new area, new Pokemon, new things to do. Mm -hmm. I, I personally think that the areas are going to be a little bit more expanded than what they've shown off. So uh, Some first. areas, the cities. Yeah. I think the cities are going to be very interesting uh, to go through. But I think as far as like going down routes and getting to the next place is going to be kind of straightforward with little varying you know diversions do we know if it's going to be twin stick and have free camera uh no free camera most likely oh, that's, uh, that's that's the only thing i really wanted just because it would be the first time where we could really kind of like go around and explore and look at look around and stuff It'd like i love, love pokemon did. but yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean you're not the only person who has said that i've talked to many people that do want that so oh, yeah okay good good let me uh Let's let's move on to the Xbox One because we we now know at least according to Windows Central Brad Sams from Thorout and everything, the Xbox One S All Digital Edition, aka the Xbox One Sad Edition, Sad. <laughs> is uh, apparently going to be I guess announced soon because pre-orders are going to go up in April and then it's going to launch in May. Now, Nate, we talked about this thing seemingly forever ago, didn't we? I think so. Feels like we, it. We kicked it around here and there. But it's becoming more and more real because we're like two months away from launch and we still don't know about it. But I don't think it's going to be a massive deal. I think it's going to be a press release and an update to their Xbox.com, you know, uh, press site that they have. But it's apparently going to be a diskless Xbox One S. So it's not going to have a disk drive and it's going to release at what we assume to be a cheaper price point. Sure, I, I mean, hope so. It's yeah, it kind of has to. You, you do like a price parity with the current Xbox One S, then what the hell's the point? Well, unless it has a bigger, like bigger hard drive. Even so, I could buy a used one for almost like next to nothing That's these the days. Thing about these Xbox Ones, man, the pricing is all over the place. If you really start looking around, like, mm -hmm. what do they want? They want like two fifty or three hundred for like a standard Xbox One S that's like a one terabyte, you can find those things for $200 or less on sale all over the place half the time. Yeah, which is why personally, and I, I want to put my first official bet on this, I do think it's going to be 150 bucks. I think that their their goal is to just be bottom dollar. I mean, it kind of has to be, like it has to be 200 or less. Yeah, it yeah. has to be. Um, if, it, no one's going to buy it. Yeah, it has to be 100, it has to be 200 or less. If they do a two terabyte, even that would be pushing it at 200. They might as well drop it to one terabyte at 150 and put it out there. Uh, Cause that's just, you're getting too close to the Xbox one S that has the ultra high def Blu-ray player. And it's like, most people will be like, well, I'll just get the ultra high def Blu-ray player along with it just because there's value in that. Mm -hmm. So I, this is a weird thing. I, it's them testing the market, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, there's nothing else there other than them saying, I wonder if we can do this next generation. Let's try it this generation. Yeah. Don't you think, but don't you think it's, it's kind of, cutting it close if that's what their if that's what their true intentions are with this thing 
Mm, not really. Microsoft <laughs> did this did this with the Xbox uh, 360 Slims. Like they they made like a few last minute models right before the Xbox yeah, One they came out. The, the E, like the E model, the, mm-hmm. the <laughs> ugly one, that last one that literally looks like an Xbox One, oh, but like weird. So yeah. weird. Um, but uh, yeah, that. And here's the other interesting thing I want to bring up. It is GameStop going to sell this thing? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're probably going to get muscled by Microsoft and they're going to basically be like, yeah, sell our stuff. You want the you guys sell our pre-orders. You guys sell uh, digital games at the register. Now you'll sell a digital console. Because my, my problem with that is they're then selling people a system that then makes that person not come to GameStop anymore. Well, depends on that person's age because they might have to go there to buy cards for the money to then spend. Yeah, but then they're not going to buy that used game that GameStop makes all their money on. It, it is, but they still get a little bit out of that. So, or, or what I did for a long time, I'll be honest, there was a time when I was I was real dirt broke, but I really wanted to, to find new games. So what I'd do is I'd go on the GameStop website, I'd look up which of the games in my collection were worth the most money, I would trade them in, get credit, turn that into to like Xbox cards, go home and then pre-order it for the pre-order discount. So I would turn used games, which they're going to sell for a profit, into new games. That's all they can hope for is that people will trade stuff in for cards uh, to use. But that is, if I was GameStop, I'd really have to think about that. I'd be like, wait, we're going to lose money on this console that we sell. Mm-hmm. They don't make any money on them. Only to then give people a reason to not come into our store anymore and buy used games. That would be me going, uh, Eh, like, did they ever sell the Ouya, for example? I don't think they did. They did. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. There were there were a bunch of pictures of it. There was actually there was a big controversy because uh, mm-hmm. uh, GameStop was selling them before the backers got theirs. Remember that? So I remember. I know they were sold in Best Buys. I think they yeah. were sold GameStops. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna be curious if um, if GameStop looks at that and goes, "Wait a minute, that's not I good." Think- I think they'll stock it. I don't think this version of the Xbox is going to be a major skew for Microsoft. It's going to be, hey, we're going to produce a limited amount. We're going to give stores X amount. We're going to. It's not going to be like this major release to them. It's just going to be a, hey, we made a million. Once mm-hmm. we sell them, you know, maybe we'll manufacture another couple hundred thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. But they just otherwise, it's just kind of a. It's a buffer. It's the mm-hmm. fill out there. You know, this year and a little of next year leading up to the. Scarlet release with just this digital only system. They'll make two million of them. If they sell a million and a half, it's hey, we made some money. It's it's nothing. It's a buffer. Sure. Yeah, it's mostly just to soften people up to the idea of all digital. Whereas before, when they announced the Xbox One and said no drives, all digital, and everyone freaked out, it's going to be a little yeah. bit more. Or it's a box to sell Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, you have your one fifty all digital Xbox. You got your subscription to Game Pass. It's cost you two fifty. You have a you have access to hundreds of games, and that's it. Oh yeah, I wonder if they package Game Pass with this thing. They they have to. Well, so so you get trial. Yeah, you get a month of Game Pass if you buy an Xbox One S. Because I bought one on Black Friday. I think this one's probably going to come with a year of Game Pass. That would make sense because they could just add it into the cost anyway. So if it okay, so if it if it's two hundred dollars, it's a two terabyte hard drive, and it comes with a year of Game Pass. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's what they're going to do. A hundred percent. Because, I mean, a year of Game Pass is $120. And they just added Just Cause 4, which is kind of funny because that game just came out. But uh, mm-hmm. that, mm, we'll see. We're, we're thinking it's going to get announced probably in the next few weeks, I assume. Oh, you know what? Inside Xbox is on the 12th. Maybe they announce it you there. Said, you know. say Just Cause 4 is on Game Pass? Yeah, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Follow me on Twitter, dude. I got you. I, I do follow you on Twitter. <laughs> I just didn't see it. I got oh you, Oh, my man. God. Oh, my I got God. I, I'm on Game Pass right away, man. I'm on that. Dude, Game Pass is the best. I yeah. say this every week. They get I better and better, man. I get love on Game it, man. Pass. Game Pass is legit. Uh, is, is Devil May Cry on Game Pass? Uh, it, four, four is. Four is Devil it? May Cry 5. Is it that on Game Pass? No. no I bought that. That deserves to be bought. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I just, yeah, I that's, that's a game that'll actually sell. Yeah. <laughs> I walked into Best Buy yesterday to pick up Devil May Cry, and you know how they have like sometimes pre-order steelbooks that they have there. You buy a game, oh, here's a free steelbook or whatever, but they usually sell them. They couldn't get rid of all their copies of the Crackdown Three steelbook, so they just gave me one. So I, I just have a Crackdown Three empty case steelbook. I have that with Assassin's Creed Three. I have the empty, oh, I got, <laughs> empty I have steelbook. So many of those because they literally couldn't. They literally handed me a stack one time when I went in. They're just like, we don't want them. I was like. Well, I don't need this many, but I took them. So now I have a bunch. Who wants one? Let me get through some super chats. I think one of them actually pointed out Just Cause 4 as well. Uh, but yeah, you can download it, Jordan. It's uh, it's like 50 gigabytes or something. but it's, Worth it's, it. It's yeah. That's it, dope. Uh, it, it tanked pretty bad for him. It didn't do well for Square. They even admitted it. But hey, it's on Game Pass now. So there you go. Uh, oh, that tomb, tomb Raider's on there too. That's right. Shout out to the Tomb Raiders. All the Tomb Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, me okay here we go uh cax says how likely do you all think it is that persona 5 is coming to switch sony has no exclusivity deal for the record we're, we're pretty confident it's gonna show up on the switch so um you know look forward to that i guess sometime this year we're thinking persona r may have something to do with it but we'll see uh the says if persona 5 goes to switch will shin megami oh five go to ps4 interesting mm, maybe Maybe it's always possible with those because that's not like I don't know if Nintendo's publishing it or anything though. We don't know if there's any deal or anything like that. I mean, we found out just recently, like for example, like Square Enix, uh, what was it, uh, Dragon Quest, the, the, a lot of the extra content um, Nintendo's publishing the game in the West, oh. so a lot of that extra content Nintendo might have paid for with that stuff, so it might not come over to their system. <laughs> so, so we'll have to wait and see if what hand Nintendo has in distribution and publishing yeah. and all that if they do. If they publish, if they're publishing it, then yeah, that's gonna be uh, that'll probably stay with the Switch for a while. If like until unless they ever do like a remaster or something way down the line or something, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, we still don't know much about that game at all, anyway. Yeah, there's not really anything about that game to be honest. So maybe this year we'll find out more about it. Maybe at E3 or something. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Boki says, uh, "What did you think of the new Shenmue 3 trailer, Max?" I dig it. And what's interesting is uh, it actually gave us a lot of story, a lot of story hints, lots of talking about Iwao, which is obviously uh, Ryu's father who got killed at the end of the first game. Uh, lots of environmental details about the different masters we're going to be training with throughout the game. We're seeing a little bit of what looks like the questing system. It looks like we're seeing, they've talked about how it's going to be in this village and you're actually going to have to like slowly win the people's trust and Xinhua's trust at the same time. So even though that trailer was only two minutes, man, was it filled with stuff. I'm really hyped for it. Mm, okay, their faces are are getting a little less frozen, so I'm I'm the, the, There's a weird thing that uh, I didn't know this. Until I was looking at, at a lot of the Japanese people talking about the trailer, and apparently in Japanese games, they're not as concerned about lip syncing. Like, have you ever heard that before, OJ? Because I know you you know a lot about Japanese games. Apparently, right. like only in American culture, are we are obsessed with lip syncing. Apparently, in Japan, they don't care. 
Mm. From from what I understand now, lip syncing isn't like the be all end all. You know, it's not something that's super important. A lot of the games, if you notice, a lot of even of the newer Japanese games don't really have lip syncing, or it's not a it's not a thing. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> oh, like I don't I don't think I don't think Shenmue three exists to be this big blockbuster seller. I think it exists for the fans mostly. So um, I think most of the fans probably got a kick out of the trailer and are very excited for it. So it's so um, cool. That especially oh, they showed all that combat at the end. They showed like like a bunch of fighting, and I'm so excited. I think uh, I think it's going to be good. For, like I said, for the fans, um, and uh, I think I think that'll be enough for everybody. Uh, yeah, Twitch viewers, I, I watched Shenmue one and two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, Sean's mom provided some encouragement for him for the love of VR. Thanks, You're welcome, uh, honey. <laughs> I'm the only smoker in the family. Uh, Rob Black says, uh, thanks for the good banter. Uh, Gummy Bear says, real talk, all you guys make the best gaming content on YouTube. Any thoughts on no Melee at Evo this year? Uh, unfortunate, but at the same time, I mean, like, it's just, it's just the nature of it. Ultimate, right now, there's a summit going on. And you've got guys like Mango, you've got Plup, you've got Armada. These are legends of Melee, all playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So I think it's kind of Melee, or like, you know, the guys over there at Evo are just like, yo, it's time to move on. Plus, I think there's also a deal with um, SNK for uh, Samurai Showdown, because that yeah. game isn't even out and it's part of the lineup. So, yeah, it was brought up that it's most likely has a lot to do with just money at yeah. that point money because they're they're pay, i mean they're, they're paying for it because this game's not even out and it's going to be a playable game at Evo, or it's going to be in the lineup for evo so it's just like it's just time to move on we've and i think that, uh, guys seen that so we've seen that with uh what you call games before uh, uh blaze blue we've seen game we've seen that with that before right where it wasn't out yet it, it was it was going to be out but they had very little time to play yeah. Like it was like a month or something like that so yeah, yeah it's uh cross tag cross tag battle That's so right. It's just it's just kind of time to move on. And like I said, there's a summit going on and there's all the legends of Melee all playing right now. They're all playing Ultimate and they're all doing good. They're so I think it's I think Ultimate is probably the game that's brought the community closer together than any other game after Melee. So let's just ride with this. Or it could even be Nintendo. That's also another thing that could that we don't know about. Nintendo, because Nintendo sponsors Evo. So it could be Nintendo's like, no, we don't want Melee there. So that could be another thing that some people are talking about as well so uh jack says i want pokemon snap vr get on it nintendo that would actually be a good use of of, of that there you go pokemon snap with that camera thing that they have um i guess you could technically even just do it with the regular vr viewfinder thing i mean those pokemon snap when we would play it each one of those tracks wasn't that long so yeah it was real short but we played them over and over oh yeah oh yeah uh so that that would actually be a, a fun use for it absolutely I think that's. I think now's the time. They didn't do it with the Wii U, which was a big missed opportunity. So, uh, but now they, they. I think what they could do for the game is have a standard Switch version, and then they can have that thing where it's like, and if you have the VR, you can do a cool yeah. part in VR. And instead of just also having like tracks, they can incorporate like the Pokemon Go picture taking into making it an AR game where when you're outside, you can look around the world and try to get really cool pictures that way with the Switch. Yeah, man. That'd be that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh CAX says the Vita got more support than the PlayStation VR. I mean, I mean the Vita got at least got Persona. Uh got Killzone. But it didn't get Beat Saber, so but so it got like count. PlayStation 1 <laughs> games and everything. 
Vita got Gravity Rush one. That's a good game too. Freedom Wars. Freedom Wars is good. Yeah, had some alright games thrown in there. I was alright with yeah, that. Yeah, but PS Unit thirteen Astrobot. Oh, it doesn't Astrobot. That game's sweet. Soul Sacrifice, dude. Has Wipeout. Uh, has it crit? Criminal Girls in My Only. It's an RPG where you level up by spanking people. Uh, not that I've played it or anything, but I've heard about it. That, game, that, 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 that system has so many like niche RPGs. It's insanity. Also, uh, the classic Unit Thirteen. Very good game. If anyone has been like, <laughs> if anyone's been like collecting Vita games and you haven't even opened half of them, you're gonna have a ridiculous collection in like ten years. Like probably value wise. I'm collecting Vita games. Yeah, <laughs> like there are people who are collecting Wii U games as well, and weren't even opening those. That's gonna be a collection to be worth something. Really. I got a few. Uh, I got one or two. You know. uh, uh, FJ21 says, "I hope uh, made Senran Kagura Labo VR." Ooh. Oh Christ! <laughs> yes, please. Now I'm interested. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I'm sure they'll package that with the box that says. On the front, it's <laughs> a little kid. This is uh, this is actually the one about Game Pass. Uh, Daniel J says, After three months, games like Just Cause 4 and Tomb Raider join Game Pass. Is this the new trend now? Just wait three months, similar to the movie industry. Uh, yeah, if your game doesn't sell, that's the yeah. thing, it didn't do well, and it's actually been proven with Game Pass that when you put your game on there, there's like a little more, in, there's more interest in your game. Because people are downloading it, there's more word of mouth about it. But like, you you probably don't want to be on Game Pass three months later unless you have some really good deal with Microsoft. And, well, and, you know. and the thing is, a lot of times people are jumping on Game Pass if they have big DLC plans. Like if yeah. they're planning on rolling stuff out, it's like okay, we'll we'll give them the first taste of crack for free. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that actually works well there. I mean, at one point we were having Destiny two just being given away because they're mm -hmm. doing and everything so that actually makes some sense i wouldn't be surprised if we see this similar stuff happen with monster hunter world like the actual base game being given yeah. out later I, this year i mean there's there's some uh game pass announcements at uh what you called coming up at their inside xbox on the 12th so you never know there you go. fuck that show never know. <laughs> <laughs> i've never watched it never watched it. <laughs> master chief collection man master chief collection is getting something come on dude i, they, I swear <laughs> if the announcement's halo reach i would be so happy might be PC. Mm. PC. Halo uh, for your fucking cell phone. Like a yes. dedicated a Halo War. You know, it's gonna be Halo Wars for your cell phone. Halo Lens. Yeah, baby. Halo uh, Wars, baby. Twist says uh, excited for Boulder's Gate uh slash Planetscape on console. Anyone picking up Baldur's Gate? It's coming to like all the consoles, including the Switch, PS4. I, I actually didn't know that, dude. I love Baldur's Gate. How did I not hear? I think about it's this? the remake one too, the one yeah. where they redid it yeah. in the 3D engine, but still made it look 2D. Oh, now they're moving them over to the Switch, PS4, and Xbox. Looks, looks like Neverwinter Nights and like a yeah. some of the other old school ones. Uh, yeah, you know, games coming over. Oh meta. my gosh, dude! Oh, they just announced this on Friday. Oh my gosh! I think no, it was a while ago. Dreamcast. I think. Oh, I Oh, I'm looking. Oh, it's an update on uh, Reset Era. This looks great. Yeah, holy heck, I'm buying the heck out of this. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna go really well because they have like all of them are coming over. I think all the it is. Yeah, it's it's Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate Two, Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragon Spear, Icewind Dale, Planescape Tournament, and Neverwinter Nights. Holy yeah. heck, that's big if true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, so it must be big. That's so thick. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh Rob says EA Skate is dead. Session and Skater XL is alive. I actually did a video. On, <laughs> I actually did a video on Skater XL and Session. I've done videos on both. Of those. I mean, we'll see what's dead or not. 
I will say right now, Skater XL is better than Session. So yeah, check that check that one out. Just know when you if you buy into it, it is extremely early access right now for Skater XL, but it is actually pretty fun. So I don't think those games have too much longer of a life. But what you, it's what possible. are you trying to say, Jordan? What are you trying to I'm, say? No, I'm just saying. I'm just you know I'm hoping for the best. What are you trying to say over here? You no, know, good luck to those games, but I'm just hoping for the best. This Not guy. saying nothing. I don't know anything. This guy. Now you're on. Now, now you Zippo's running with it, man. <laughs> hey, Zippo. Into his keyboard over and over and over again. Uh, anyway, uh, Evan, you want to hit us with some Discord questions before we finish up here? Oh, we got a couple of E3 ones with Sony and now EA skipping E3 this year. Might this be uh, the time of E3 as a whole coming to an end? I guess like the beginning of that. Uh, I'm gonna say no. See, I think I think it's gonna slowly morph into more of a fan thing than anything else. Uh, but it's, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Mostly because I don't think the, the people who run it will let it go away. Um, they might move it. It might not be in, what is it, in LA or something now? It might not be there anymore. It needs to move. It needs to be downsized. It needs to essentially get with the times. There's a lot of cool, they could move it to like Las Vegas. That'd be cool. Well, um, I, a lot of they can move it to and it'd actually be really fun. I speculated in my video that they're going to turn it into packs. It's going to be a thing where like fans show up and have fun and there's a lot of demos. And then before the door is open, that's when they'll have all the press conferences. I agree. It needs to change. Like the lines are too damn long. Like it needs to have multiple setups. It needs to be more like a, I mean, Dreamcast, I know you've went to tournaments before. Like they need to have a bunch of setups to where people can play. It's like, you're waiting in line between like E3 is like, it's, it's, it's kind of whack, dude. Like, I'll be honest. Like I know you you go there, you you cover the games and it can be fun, but it's just kind of, it's kind of garbage. I don't, I've never met anybody who really truly like people that work in the industry. They all look tired and like screw this place, you know. After they're done, they, you know, everybody that I've talked to, for the most, part, I know some people enjoy it, I but think, I think it's just because they're not they're like they haven't embraced the the that it's basically a place for fans to go now and have fun. They're still like the people running each yeah. trying to be like we're professional and this is all about the industry coming together. And it's like, dude, Sony's not even showing up. Like <laughs> this, this is this is the fans going there and having fun, trying out games that aren't even out yet, and seeing some cool presentations and stuff. Just, just. I think for fans, it's it's less fun because like even even in, for industry people, like you do get like that extra hour earlier on like a day or two. But even that's not enough time to get anything done. And then when the fans get there, it's half the time. It's like you have to pick and choose which game you really want to stand in line to play, because yeah. by the time you wait in that line to get to the next game, you really want to play the day's over the, the kingdom hearts three line there last year you had to wait there all day to play it for 30 minutes yeah and, and that's what i'm saying like they need more setup like if they're going to do that they need to have more setups they need to have it to where it's it's feasible because like you're trying to say oh well it's for business it's like for the igns and all that oh but there's a crap ton of fans here that you have to wait behind that are just playing just for fun and you're trying to cover the game and it's like they don't a lot of people don't have media lines like or unless you're the biggest part of media then you get to have behind the closed doors and it's just it's just the way that it's organized there, there's no organization for all of the press and stuff like that so it just ends up becoming a cluster you know, e3 so. is just antiquated the esa yeah. is turning into something that it was never meant to be the problem is is that people are saying well yeah you can have fan like they want the fans to come in they pay whatever for their ticket but the media are there for business meetings and such but the problem is is that i'm sony i'm ea I'm whatever company I come in, I buy a booth. This, this costs me millions and millions of dollars. Well, now I'm EA. I don't need to be at E3. I'm saving myself probably 50, 60 million dollars to not have my live conference where all these people come in and then renting a huge floor space. 
they keep raising the prices every single year because they're saying, well, we need to make more money. We need bigger spaces. We need more demos. Well, me as the company are saying, what am I getting out of this? This week is a flood of every other game company I'm competing with of just a never ending flow of announcements. Nintendo mm -hmm. years back said, we don't need a live conference anymore. We're going to have a direct. We'll still have our floor space. It's still going to cost us millions of dollars, but we control the content now. Sony finally realized that after doing their, we're moving to like four different venues bullshit from last year. And they say, screw it. <laughs> we can have a direct of our own. We well, control the content. Really we invite the media. You demo the games. We have PSX at the end of the year. The fans can play the demos. That's trash moving that moving from place yeah, to that place. Crap, like, hated, we're right. in the God of War dome. Now we're in the Days Gone dome. Oh, <laughs> our conference is over and everyone's sitting there saying, the hell was that? You showed four games. It took two hours. Yeah, because they had those long music performances. Yeah. It's just E3 it's as okay. it is has to change because it's costing developers and publishers way too much money and they're getting nothing in return. It's a bad investment. Mm. Uh, what's, uh, what's the next Discord question, Evan? Piggybacking off of that, uh, will, do you think this year's E3 will be better without EA and Sony, since they were the worst? Uh, I mean, I think... I Sony think... wasn't the worst? Who, I don't understand that notion. Square, yeah, I, don't... I think Square was worse than... Yeah, Sony Square was Square was terrible. Yeah, there were, there were definitely worse. EA was bad. Like, we... <laughs> there was some bad... Well, well, I think... What's that? Wasn't, Squ wasn't Squares just like a direct kind of? They just kind yeah. of rolled off a bunch well, of trailers, right? And, and they brought people into a room. There were people who waited in line like four and a half hours and got into that room and they just showed a like 14 minute series of trailers. They didn't oh, even, nobody even came out and talked. The big announcement was like the quiet man. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Squares will be better this year because I think they'll have like Final Fantasy VII Remake and some other stuff there. But uh, EA's was just awkward. Yeah, like, especially when they were talking about Jedi the Fallen Order. Like, hey, here's this guy who's working on an Wars game. Hey, what's it called? Okay, cool. Can you give me an answer that's not bland? All right, cool. Uh, this isn't working. Cut to the next thing. I think I think I think Sony will be back next year when they're doing their like their big media push for the PS5. But uh, yeah, they don't need to be there this year. They're going to do PlayStation Experience at the end of the year and then move into 2020 with getting the PlayStation 5 ready to launch. But I think EA's press. EA stuff will be better because we don't have to deal with the live conference that was just bad. Um, but no, I, th I think not having one of the big three there is going to make E3 worse in general. Which company had the, the YOLO swag guy last year? Was that EA? I think it was Ubisoft. That was Probably Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Ubisoft always Ubisoft. gets something weird or someone <laughs> weird. Is that, is that the guy who, who drove the bike up on the stage for Trials Rising? It was like, YOLO? right yeah yeah right yeah all i know is they better bring splinter cell to e3 with them that's all i know yeah not messing with us bring splinter cell uh what, what's the next discord question this one's for you john uh it's from ziljan he's thanking you for doing all the gamestop videos it's inspired him to do a video himself uh he's also think asking what we think if thq gets their hands on the star wars license from ea if thq like at, what do we think they would oh thq nordic what would they do with it? They would probably go back and remake one of the old Star Wars games. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's the original Battlefront too. Yeah, they'd be like we'll remaster, put out real quick, and make a bunch of money. You uh, know what would be dope though? A Shadows of the Empire remaster. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like you mean like quality of life stuff added to it to make it more modern? 
Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay, maybe a remake would be a better. Okay, yeah. about uh, the racing. Here's what they should do. They should go back and be like, let's remake. Let's just go grab like a Rogue Squadron and just move it up to like current times. Um, that would be cool. But THQ Nordic, okay, so THQ Nordic mostly remasters a lot of old stuff right now. We believe they're making some new stuff, but like, what was last? Darksiders 3, I guess, was the last mm -hmm. thing they did. Um, and that was all right. But like, what else? I, I, I don't know if they would do a lot with the Star. I would rather, there's a lot of other companies I'd rather see get the Star Wars license over them for a bit. Like, I would love to see Factor 5 take another shot at something, for example, just as an example. Um, but. Yeah, that's what I think. I think THC Nordic would just remake an old game. That's, that's, that's what I think they would do. Um, so, uh, but EA still has it. It's, it's going to be a while with that. So, because apparently uh, Disney said that they're doing a great job. So. They're doing the best job, man. It's great job, man. Great job over there. Great job. Uh, I, I, I like Disney don't think and they EA. Would, I don't think Sorry. they would publicly come out and even say that they were having troubles. I think to make everything look fine, they would say yeah. it was good anyway. Oh, they do have Biomutant. Biomutant got pushed to this year. That's right, from last year. It was supposed to come out last year, I thought. It got pushed this year. So <laughs> I guess that's their next project is Biomutant. So we'll look into that. We'll look forward to that. Uh, is that all the Discord questions, Evan? The last one's for me. Uh, was someone asking about the T-shirt design because uh, okay. it's just on the shirt now for the special edition. But yeah. we will be doing a follow-up, which is going to look a bit different from the actual shirt design. And it's going to be on other things as well because he was wondering if it would be on mugs or something. So I'm I'm working on that for the next one, the basic yes. edition. Yes, there is a limited edition shirt that Evan created uh, with signature and everything on there. And that's going to run for two weeks, right, Evan? Yep, two weeks. Two weeks, then we're going to end it. It'll no longer be sold, that version, but we're going to have another version that is like a, an ongoing one completely, right? Yep. That made up. We'll be at too many games with them and everything, too. There you go. I'll um, be wearing mine. Oh, oh, there you see. Yeah, if you go to too many games, wear the shirt. Wear the shirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty cool to see all that. But um, yeah, that's that's Evan just linked it. It's also I put it in the description as well. So yep. all, uh, everybody's on the panels also in the description. Make sure you check everyone out. We are actually springing forward tonight, an hour. So we're gonna. What? <laughs> I should have. Joking. Told, I shouldn't have is told this is this news to you? Does this I, affect I, your I, daily schedule in any way, shape, or form? I yes, know, yeah. I fucking hate daylight savings. <laughs> <laughs> You should have moved to Arizona. Arizona doesn't have daylight saving time. Yeah, it's Arizona though. Yeah. I should I should just That's not hold Sean to see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> I'd have been bad, but like, how the fuck did I sleep so late? <laughs> it's time for bed again. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go around here. Uh, actually, well, Sean already yelled. Sean, where can they find you, man? You can find me on RGT85. Um, I did a couple fun videos this week. Um, Toe Jam and Earl review, RBI Baseball review, Double May Cry review just dropped today. Make sure you check that out. Um, I am playing Enter the Matrix on the GameCube. I don't know why, but I'm kind of enjoying it. And then, yeah. You're playing uh, Path of Neo next? No, uh, uh, I have. I'm pretty sure I have Path of Yeah, Path I have Path of Neo. The better one. I played Enter the Matrix. It was, it was kind of fun, but yeah, Path of Neo. Yeah, Path of Neo was legit. I got it. I got it on the original Xbox, actually. Don't forget Rocky. I'm, I was dumb at Rocky. I oh. finished Rocky around 10. Um, uh, what about what about Jordan? Where can they find him, man? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Jordan Fringe, uh, covering a bunch of Nintendo stuff, mostly Pokemon stuff. I have a new series I'm working on called Pokemon Explained uh, that'll just be about a lot of different stuff about the lore and then obviously news covering that. And I'm going to do a whole thing like of Animal Crossing as well as it leads into more info when that comes out. But yeah, and you can find me on Twitter, Jordan Fringe 94. Okay. Okay. And then Nate, where can they find him, man? You can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. There's a link to my YouTube channel. 
there, and you'll find a bunch of direct feed footage gameplay of upcoming Switch games on my channel. I have a few videos for next week of some upcoming games that some of them aren't coming out to like April, but whatever. Uh, and then the occasional discussion video that just kind of pops up every other week or so. Yeah, you just put one up uh, a few days ago, so people should check that out too. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, uh, right here on YouTube, just uh, Player Essence, or also on Twitter. Um, I cover a lot of Japanese gaming, RPG, action games, all that stuff. I'm really into like Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, all that. Uh, so if you're into that, also a lot of gaming news. Um, live streams as well. We do live streams pretty much every single day. Uh, Q&As, all that cool stuff, fan interaction. So if you're into that, check out the channel. And uh, yeah, we got a bunch of tournaments. We're going back to the PE Ultimate format. So I just said, screw it with a lot of these other people that are stressing me. So I just said, I'm going back to do my tournaments. I don't give a damn what anybody thinks. So yeah, we're going back to that. So check out the channel when you get the opportunity. And then uh, Max, what about you, man? I'm at youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. Uh, this last week I reviewed two games, one very good, which was Devil May Cry. Got a big review of that up. And I also did, of course, the absolute dumpster fire left alive. So if you want to see me just pure suffering, practically yelling into the mic, it's so bad at parts, uh, that video's up. This coming week, I'm doing a giant video on um, the Division 2. So as soon as I install that 800 gigabyte patch, uh, <laughs> look out for some sort of video on that. Very nice, very nice. Uh, then, of course, Evan's on Twitter, right, Evan? Yep, just follow me on Twitter for anything I'm doing. More shirt designs possibly coming up eventually, or random videos, streaming. It's all there. He posts a lot of his designs up as he's working on them. If you want to see what's coming up for merchandise or anything, he's got you there. Uh, so that's good. Uh, Evan, we have someone to raid, right? Uh, yeah, Yellow Kazoo's doing a... Uh, I guess, what was it? It was a cancer charity stream, stream charity right now. Uh, just started like a minute ago. She's playing Mario Maker. So if you guys want to head out there and, you know. Ch charity stream, go by, say hi, hit the like button on there and let them know it's a pretty cool uh, stream she's doing there. So make sure you go say hi. Uh, I guess that's going to that's gonna do it here for uh, Spawncast episode 101. Make sure you guys check out the shirt and everything that's up there. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, 9 p.m. Eastern time.